Today on the Little Dum Dum Club, a brand new episode with guests Andrew Wolf and Dave Callan. If you want to support the Little Dum Dum Club on Patreon, you can do so. Patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club. You can get two bonus mini episodes every week with special guests and access to the full back catalogue of them. Get on to that. We will talk to you a bit more at the end of the episode in Talking Dum Dum. But until then, enjoy this new episode. Andrew Wolf and Dave Callan. Hey mates, welcome once again into the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow and with me as always, the other half of the program, Carl Chandler. G'day dickhead. Joining us today, we have two very special guests beaming in from the same room from Western Australia. Please welcome back into the Little Dum Dum Club, Andrew Wolf and Dave Cowan. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. This is the first time we've touch, been in touch. a room together, really. So. Yeah, what? Oh. We've no, been we, in rooms together. Yeah, but not, not privately like this. Not like a secret room. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. What's it, what's it like? What's it like to be in a room with another person? Oh, well, well um, cast your minds back. I'm sure you'll recollect in the, back yeah. in the hazy depths of history. I'm like not in the sure. Four times. I can't tell because I'm on a lot of anxiety pills and antidepressants. So I don't really feel much. <laughs> it feels very flat. Everything feels the same. I'm on enough meds. But uh, you get to that. It, yeah, I reckon you should up the dosage. I but think anyway. I do need more. But uh, you're on meds as well, aren't you? Are you guys all on meds? I've realised almost half of Australia's on SSRIs. So you have to be on them. Otherwise, it's like rocking up to a party sober. Do you know everyone's sort of on the drugs? <laughs> Imagine. Is, hang on. Is, is, is that what you think? Is that what you think the vaccine? The is? vaccine, <laughs> mate. Have you guys had the? I've had the vax and I've been sick for days. Yeah, it's been shocking. We can tell you've been vaccinated, Wolfie. We can tell, <laughs> mate. I got a, I got vax and uh, a spade. They also yeah, they knew it. They knew me. It was a package there. Oh, great. Yeah, I was, I was like, why are you why are you stitching up my uh, testicles after this? I don't know what's going on. I came for the vax, and they said this is yeah. for the good of society. Yeah. Mark McGowan has deemed that this is necessary. Yeah, yeah. So it is. It is exciting. Uh, Melbourne's still in lockdown. Me and Tommy are in different houses, obviously in lockdown. You guys are in Perth. We just thought this would be a nice treat for us to actually see two other people in a room together and not have four different Zoom connections so everyone's talking over the top of each other. Oh. We've lost one little bit of awkwardness yeah. this week, yeah. so that, yeah. that's great. Cool, yeah. and and we've introduced one more bit of awkwardness because we had quite a charade getting here. I went to a train station, and I didn't realise that Perth train stations would be that complex. You would imagine it would just be one entry exit, possibly two. And then you grew you, up there. You think, this place was yeah. like Shibuya in Tokyo. It was like it, Wolfie was in another suburb. I like, was. It was I like was, a, a, a. It felt like a drug a drug drop. Yeah, drop. It did. I didn't know. I was it like, did. where are we picking them up? And um, and you didn't even. You said at one point Scarborough Beach Road. That's that's not where the train station is. And then I thought yeah. you must be at another one. I'm so. at Glendalough. That would hey, be Callan. Yeah, Scarborough Beach tra- train station. But like. Here's something else that's not that complex. Okay. Getting your driver's license. Oh, what wow. What do you think about that? <laughs> wow. Wow. Gosh. It felt like a bit of a power move because, yeah, we, we were here ready to go on the call. Me and Carl have been waiting for about 15 minutes for you guys to turn up from the train station, and it felt like a power move of you guys going – what better have you got to do? Just sit in the house yeah. and wait for us. We're just going to fucking yeah. drive around the city, go for a stroll, live it up over here. Might pop in the pub on the way to the podcast. We were like, 
you can't even get mad. We're just both sitting here in the Zoom window, just not really talking because we want to save the energy yeah. for the pod. Just going like, I mean, I can't really pretend that this is eating into any big plans for the season. <laughs> Mate, that is yeah. amazing. Man, 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 Daslo, man, Daslo, just like, what have you been up to? Nothing. What have you been up to? Yeah, <laughs> nothing to not say. much. <laughs> At one point, there was like two minutes of silence, and then Carl goes. What's for dinner after this? <laughs> oh, my Lord. Mate, we should have hammed it up. We could have had photos of us getting Slurpees down the beach. Oh, and going, yeah. We'll be there in a minute. And, like, entwining arms and having fairy floss on, like, a, a ride. Oh, on a Ferris wheel. Yeah. Dave wanted to pop yeah. down to the beach to cool off. I wanted, to, pop, thing, I wanted to, to clear to pop, his head. I wanted to pop the question. Oh, my. Ferris wheel. Yes, yep. I did. <laughs> but, mate, but you were doing power moves to me as well because you are like, where were you? You're a scab. And then I realised, I'm picking you up. What the fuck's going on here? Yeah. Why am I apologising? I'm a legal part. Yeah, it's hard to power play the guy with the car and the podcast studio. And, like, I'm, I'm a dude who lives at Edith Cowan Joondal up at Student Village. Mate, I actually oh, hate Hang on. Oh, this oh, is let's, huge. Well, now, let's get into this. Oh, let's this get into this, Dave Callan. Okay, stop, so. Uh, yeah. Let's. Let's do this. Let's do this okay. setup. So, Wolfie, you're you're a long-time Perth resident now. Dave Callan is a recent-ish uh, uh, Perth resident. You've moved yep. back. Um, you did a thing last year that everyone should have done, which was move out of Melbourne and go to Perth. Um, which I'm I'm really genuinely surprised more stand-up comedians didn't do because Perth hasn't sort of been in lockdown much at all. So well, everyone's just been. There's only five comedians over there, and you're all headlining a gig I every think, night uh, of the week. There's I think so five many gigs is, going. Five's very generous. There's two or three. <laughs> 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 There's us and maybe so, one other one. Yeah. So, Dave Callan, that means so you you whipped over to Perth. You're out there gigging with Wolfie every night. Now, yes, this is the next thing. You now, there's been a bit of a sea change <laughs> for you as well. On top of everything else, yeah. now you've 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 moved from Melbourne, full time comic over here. You've gone over there to to be a full time comic over there, but you've, you're diversifying over there at the at the oh, moment as well, aren't you? What now? What what else are you doing now? I'm doing a Bachelor of Science majoring in counterterrorism, surveillance, and intelligence. That is now for people at home. This is a real thing. This is yeah. this is not a joke. This is what yep. Dave Callan is actually doing. Yeah. He was he was dancing around on stage like a ninja for years, and now he's gone one step further in terms of sneakiness. What, yeah. what, what does it lead what, to? Is it like the James Bond double oh seven course? Hopefully, it will lead to a job at Scotland Yard. Ah, oh, yes, oh, go. I got it in first. I did it first, so they couldn't. Yes, that's very good. That's 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 what that's what that's the bit that you call where you um where you hang out your washing, isn't it? That's that's your Scotland Yard, isn't it? <laughs> Is that why you guys were 15 minutes late? You were driving around the block workshopping that one? Like, yeah, basically, man. yeah. It, the thing is, um, I didn't really want to do the course. It was just a very, very expensive setup for this podcast. Yeah, great. <laughs> great. It's cost a I had to do essays and shit. It was it's terrible. actually worth it, though, Dave. It's paid off big time. <laughs> yeah, this is, we're using this for the ad this week. So, yeah, it's going to be good. Dave's um, now, Dave so now this, lives on campus, though, hey? And I was, I was initially going to mock him, but then I realised we were both living with our parents and he's actually upgraded. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. you, you don't have to yeah. sneak out anymore, Dave. I used oh. to have to throw yeah. rocks at the window yeah. going, can you come out? Are your you, parents going to spot you? 
<laughs> you two losers are, are living with your parents, whereas we're living by ourselves in a house we can't leave. We're the real fucking winners. <laughs> I think, Carl, by the way, the, the reason more comedians didn't do what I did is because uh, there's this thing where you can't predict the future. Nobody knew. Yeah. I didn't know. And in fact, I came back to Perth and I went into lockdown last November. Well, not lockdown, quarantine. You, the quarantine you got to do for yep. two weeks. In my parents' house... Um, they they gave up their bedroom because you need an ensuite and mum. What? So you took the double bed? Down. I took their. There's a double bed in the guest room, so they took that, and then I was in the room with the ensuite, their room, and mum would wheel down meals three times a day. The police come and check twice. They don't tell you when, so there'd be like a knock on the window, and I'd open the the curtain, and boys in blue would be there, and I'm like, <laughs> "Hey, boys, sorry about the dick, and you know, have a quick chat, make sure they realize <laughs> it was <window>. me." <laughs> well, do a little squash frog for the fellows, just give them a bit of a thrill. But oh wow! The the, the fact was during that two weeks. Like, I left Melbourne at the end of the second lockdown, the 111-day one. You remember it well. You're probably mm-hmm. in another uh, one right now, in fact. But, mm. yeah, so, so basically what would happen is I would sit there uh, in the morning and look at the news and just see social media. Melbourne's opened up. Melbourne's getting back to normal. People are going out. People are enjoying life. I'm locked up in Perth going, I did the wrong fucking thing here. This is not a good idea. (laughs) But you don't know what's going to happen. Like, Perth might... might, It it would rip through Perth, I think, if it came here. So, we're lucky that the the leader we have is such a... uh, I guess, draconian is a strong word, but he's he's very, very... Uh, intent on keeping those borders shut as long as possible. And that's right. Your, your premier, down your as premier as is not letting. Well, that's the thing that I, I find weird about you doing this counterterrorism course, right. M- mate. I don't think you need it over in Perth. Your premier's not letting anyone into your state, <laughs> so <laughs> there's not going to be any fucking terrorism. Yeah, Nobody gets in or out. Uh, he's sealed I the have... building, just like CSI. Unless someone could make a bomb out of a fucking emu bitter can or something. Like I <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. think you've got too much to worry about over I there. Heard, get the I heard McGowan's actually out the airport checking people as they come in. On yeah, a horse, like he's actually out there. <laughs> he checks teeth and go, "Not for you, mate." Yeah. Like a bouncer. How many vaccines have you had right. today, mate? No, that you're going to yeah. head back. Going to need another one, at least. But yeah, yeah. You're, so Dave, you're out of the parents' house, and now you're living on campus, studying yeah. this counterterrorism. Living on campus like Van McWilder. Yeah, that's what I said in the, the Uber. <laughs> McHogmanay Mc liaison. That's me. I, I was living with my parents in Armadale and I love them, but uh, eight months living with your parents in your 40s, it's a long time. And Ooh. Armadale's a long way away. It's, it's, it's yep. about an hour south of Perth. Junelop's an hour north, so I'm commute, commuting the first half of the year, two hours there and two hours back, and I was like, right. I need to do something, so I moved on to campus. Uh, love life still hasn't come back, obviously, because I'm... you're uh, the coolest women, guy on campus right now, aren't you? <laughs> Like, women, when you say to a woman, hey, come back, come back to my sweet pad at Joondalup ECU Student Village, they're like, yeah, what have you got, beer pong? <laughs> Trying to pick up sexy coeds by saying... I was on Rove, and they're like, what's that? That show finished (laughs) before we were born. And also, I love that you, I'm sick of living with my parents. Oh, finally, I've got my own pad where I actually have to sign in if I bring a guest home. Yeah, cool, last one. It's true. They gave us an induction, and they said, um, so you you can have people stay over. I'm like, unlikely. And they said, but, but, (laughs) you've got to make sure that they come over to the office and get signed in. And I'm like, that is a... Not going to happen. Any, I'm not going to convince anyone. Not that I would try yeah. and convince someone, but anyway, B, B. 
like imagine if you if you did somehow you meet someone and they think nothing matters I just want to be with you and but and 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 then they come back and you're like before we get carried away um can you pop your pants back on and we'll go and get you properly registered at the office with Patricia oh my yeah, mood yeah, kill yeah, mood it. kill yeah. Yeah, forget the condoms, the true form of contraception happening right there. Um, we actually had get your QR code scanner out. I had a friend in London. In London, I had a friend whose uh, dad was the head of Department of Foreign Affairs, Ooh. and they lived at the Tower of London. What? So he, in what? the back, there's sort of uh, politicians or the high-up dignitaries sort of in there. So when he yeah. picked up, he would say... Do you want to come back to mine? And they're like, where is it? The Tower of London. Like the fucking wow. oh. the torture chamber. So then he'd bring back a girl and say, do you want to become an honorary beef eater? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they're like, I don't think I want to come with you. I've just oh, met you an hour ago. I'm not coming to the fucking if, Tower of London. If he didn't use that line, that guy's fucking wasted that opportunity. That is yeah. fucking great. But anyway, Dave, yeah, what's the deal? Like, is there fraternities? <laughs> At this June, like I don't know. I don't leave my room. I'm I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'll be involved in a hazing ritual. I can imagine you, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just end up outside in the nude with shaving cream over my parts. What's the pad like? What's the Callan uh, bachelor pad like? Oh. Have you got doors, posters up? Or you got you bought a few oh. bongs? He's got a poster. <laughs> you got an American okay. Pie poster up there. Yeah, I'm making it feel like 1993 <laughs> again. I've got Pearl Jam ten. I've got yes. uh, yep. I've got Nirvana in utero. Poster, yeah, um, a bit of chili peppers, <laughs> yeah, <Reading> Kerouac, yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm listening to a lot of um, S Club Seven. Okay, so that, 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 that part was true of the last it, ten years. What's anyway. your main exercise? Panty raids with the boys when you're running. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was like last year. I had this weird moment where I was in, I was in um, a nightclub. And it was like a goth club. I used to go goth clubbing when I started uni. And i just come from a gig. I was at a goth club with a mate from way back then in, in the early 90s. And I realized I'm going to uni and I'm living with my parents. And Nine Inch Nails was on. And I was like, holy shit, I'm back. I've gone back. Everything's reset. And I felt beautiful and awful at the same time. Yeah, you're like, fuck, where's the Perth Doc Brown? We've got to get back to the future. <laughs> Such a good time. You, you, you got to take me back. So, Dave, are you, are, are you uh, in your classes? Are there people that you're studying with that, like, recognize you from comedy? Like, are you having future members of ASIO come down to check you out at the, at the comedy rooms at night? Uh, well, I, I um, am... <clears throat> I I sat down on day one, I got to uni, and I sat down, I hadn't been to uni before this, and I, I sat, and I got my pencils out and my little notepad, and like, it was mm-hmm. about maybe 40 seconds, and I just hear this voice beside me go, are you Dave Callum? <laughs> <laughs> 40 seconds! Oh 40! Wow. I was like, oh, damn it. But but they were the That's only great. person. You have such a recognisable voice, the idea of you doing like counter-terrorism where you're like... You know, talking to someone on the phone, trying to like suss out if they're Taliban or whatever, and then them going, Oh, I loved you on Mid Dawns on Triple J. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Say trousers. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I actually did, did an interview on um, Nova 92.9 over here, and then um, I didn't know how much I could say, but I just sort of talked about the ridiculous aspects. And then, and then, um, uh, the next week at uni, one of the lecturers came up and went, oh, I heard your interview on the radio. And I'm like, oh, ha, 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 ha. 
I'm trying to remember what I said, and I was like, oh, I've probably failed uh, the unit now for talking about it. Haha. <laughs> and she was like, no, it was very good. With a very straight face, yeah, and I kind of walked away, and I'm like, did she think it was very good? Do they like me talking about it? And then she comes up. Yeah, I was going to say, if, if, you're, if, you're, if you're doing any form of spycraft or whatever, I would have thought number one rule is don't go on commercial radio and fucking talk <laughs> oh, about yeah. it. Yeah, what have you done, Dave? Yeah, you and, can and, never work in the industry. Well, then, you then, just then, said yeah. it on the podcast. Yeah, and then Perth Now, Perth Now did a story about it. The next day they were like, oh, comedian returned to home. Uh, Dave Callan doing counterterrorism, living with his parents in Armadale. The part I didn't want mentioned was the Armadale parents part. Oh, that was embarrassing. I, that's the part I was like trying to keep secret at all costs. Yeah. I, I reckon if you if you if you're into spying and ACO and all this counterterrorism, you don't want to be like on on you know commercial radio. It's never like you never listen to a breakfast show that's like Sally Wobsey and we can't tell you who. Yeah. Like you're, you're supposed to. Yeah, Sally Wobsey and redacted in the morning. <laughs> redacted in the morning. That's it. Oh, that's so oh my god! Yeah, What's so- the secret sound? Now we know it's a beheading video, but specifically <laughs> oh which one? That's what we oh, have to call we, it. We, yes. we do have a we do have a secret sound, but the thing is, we can never tell you what the sound is because <laughs> right, right. yeah, we we'll take it to the grave with us. <laughs> you can oh torture us as much as you want. We are never telling you that it's the sound of a dunny flushing. <laughs> and listen to uh, Friday to hear the uh, officially. Um, uh, declassified sound. It uh, has been secret up until now. It's going to be released. Yeah. But, but what's, so what's the protocol with weight, this yeah. qualification, though? Because oh. you've now told people you've got it. Yeah. So in three years, do you just go, oh, nah, I just dropped out. I'm not interested <laughs> in it anymore. Yeah. 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 Go, yeah. We saw you go in the city doing the interview, and you're like, nah, yeah. it's not working out. <laughs> I've just yeah. disappeared. Yeah, but like yeah. that's just yeah. the what, cover what, for what, the what, fact what, that what, I've gone deep undercover. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which you, I can yeah. never do because they'll just Google my name and it'll be it'll come up. Oh, I did an interview with such and such and such and such on this radio station, and then Perth now did a story about it the next day. I didn't mind the the radio; it's just it's there and it's gone. But the the newspaper, the Perth newspaper, doing a story about it that's online. That's there forever, so people can Google me yeah. if I if I do end up working in the industry. Google me and go, aha. Yeah. This yeah, yeah, because they can spot, they, spot that guy followed me on the train, yeah. you know, in a suit, Secret Service. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be wearing a trench coat out the front of Parliament House one day and someone's going to come up and you're going to be, like, checking them out and they're going to go, Callan, I know you're on the case, I heard you on Free OFM. Fuck off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's such a yeah. great decoy now because if you drop out and then you never get a job again, you can just say, no, nah, I work with ASIO now. Do you know what I mean? And you're yeah. actually on the dock. It, it explains all the holes <laughs> in my resume. <laughs> And you know, it's yes. the secret services. You can tell your new partner, your new partner. No, yeah. it's, it's all secret services now. I'm like, I'm pretty yeah. sure you're not working because you're still at your parents. Yeah. <laughs> secret service. It's a big I job. I redacted I'm all the TV now. shows I've been on. Oh, mate, so what would be the natural job out of that? Is it actually uh, secret service? Look, I have to say that um, it's a great course. I don't have to say it. I would like to, but <laughs> maybe I have to because they're listening. But I would like to say that it's a good, great course. Really, really... Um, High level, but it's also very dry in the first year so that uh, you end up, what that means is you end up doing things like risk assessments and learning all about the different types of fire alarm. <laughs> it's like, you're sitting there, you go, really? Oh, when do we get to flashbangs? I want to learn how to use a flashbang. Mate, do you do like uh, fire escape sort of plans and 
Yeah, yeah, of, yeah, definitely. Because you yeah. need some work on that, exiting that train station. Do you <laughs> know <what I> mean? <laughs> Holy shit, yeah. I should have... Uh, also, yeah. you're like, we're going to you're trying to... If you're, if you're trying to prevent some sort of um, terrorism attack, probably don't try and scab a lift on the way there. You probably have your own transport. <laughs> <laughs> Where were you, Dave? And I go, I got the bus. I got out the wrong exit. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's been blown up. Yeah. <laughs> How come the MCG got blown up? Oh, because Wolfie was late with the ride. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. My pickup car was at the wrong station. What I'd like to know, Dave, if you can check in with me if this ever comes up, because I've got a mate who does this kind of stuff for a job and he will... He, he, like, can't be specific about anything that he does in his job. He used to live in Canberra. He would go in, leave the leave the phone in a locker on the way in. He couldn't even talk to it with his wife. Like, you know, no particulars about what he does. And we would go to a music festival with him every year and he would get legless. Like, by the – you know, yeah. we're all having a good time. He'd, you know, he'd have a few drinks and all the rest of us would be like, this is it. This is the moment where we can find out what he's doing in there. Oh, and we'd be like, yeah. so, uh, you know – Tell us a bit about the day-to-day job. And he'd just like, you know, be like pretty on one, just like, nice try, fellas. Uh, <laughs> yeah, wow. When, when do they teach you that? Yeah. When, do they te- when do they just like put you in the chamber and just like ply you with alcohol and then ask you about the job and just see if you can like, uh, see if you can keep it mum for the oh, entire time. Oh, really that, impressive. That'd be great fun training. I can't wait for that unit. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. Here's how to keep stum yeah. even while yeah. wasted on different substances. Here's yeah. pingers, yeah, week think, one, I now I alcohol. Wolfie could probably join join the course on, on that part of it. I well, well, well. As, um, as Tommy always says, I've been uh, practicing for that for years, hey, with this structure. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me on Epstein I won't tell you. Every weekend I've been preparing. The first, the first time I met Wolfie was maybe about three or four years ago at uh, Brendan Maloney's house. Oh, this was a rough night. And like you, you, this was a rough night. Narrow it down, Wolfie. So you, you, you uh, were being very mischievous that night. I don't yes. know what you were on. But um, maybe there was some alcohol, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there's um, more. I was sitting on the step having a very serious conversation with Brendan, and then all of a sudden I just feel like intense pain on a small surface area of my scalp, and uh, I turn around. This guy's yanking my ringlets. He's Mate. just like going yank, yank. <laughs> I yank, thought yank. I thought it was Santa Claus. I had to check. If what it was the, the hell? Real <laughs> Santa has a Could red suit, mate, and presents. I'm like Santa's here. <laughs> no, I do remember because we went back to Brendan's and I was obsessed with your beard, trying to stroke it. Oh yeah, you were doing that too. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't good, really. But Look, did I or didn't I reveal any of my secrets? I kept them all down low. Yeah, yeah, you did. yeah, you didn't blab about nothing. You didn't tell everyone I was Scottish <laughs> like these arseholes. mate. Yes. Well, can I ask? Can I ask one more question? We, you know, we can't talk about ASIO and your, your course for the whole hour. But um, now, the idea of you getting into this course—how wh- wh- how did that come up? How did you oh. actually? Wh- what happened to make you want to, you know, enrol in this course? So I'm doing Perth Fringe World in, at the end of January, and uh, I'm at the back of uh, the venue. There's a smoking area, and I'm in the smoking area, and. This girl comes up and goes, "Oh, heard you joke about Edith Cowan because I have this. I, I I have this joke because Edith Cowan was only three years old when I first went there. Uh, it was a um, new uni and it was kind of had a reputation for being not that great, but it's great now. But at the time, it was kind of the joke uni, 
Uh, would you say that's changed quite, I, a, quite a bit? Uh, I think it's still the joke uni. Oh, shit. To okay. be honest. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> look, at, look at you, <laughs> Dave Callum, the Dave I'm O'Neill of Perth, getting up there <laughs> and ripping into the unis. No, I'm, a, I'm yeah. only joking. You're at Edith Cowan, are you? Yes. Yeah, I did it on purpose to be. Oh, you. It's a sneaky. good. Yeah, it's, it's come up in. Uh, ex, uh, reputation. Yeah. Also, getting getting Andrew Wolf to judge universities. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't think we can. <laughs> Sorry, Dave. It was hanging there to say, and you're going. It's obviously come leaps and bounds. And I'm like, nah, it's nah. still a taste. It sucks. You're fucking yeah. wasting your money. <laughs> yeah. It's actually quite good now. It has got a good reputation. I, I had a joke where I went. I wanted a degree that would open doors because that was the advertising back then. This degree will open doors, and I'm like, yeah, it opened the front doors at Centrelink Morley. You know, stuff like really, <laughs> okay. but really kind of yeah. not self-deprecating. It was uni-deprecating, yeah. but self-deprecating was built Just into it. No anyway. gear on the pod, but first warning, but anyway. <laughs> <keep going>. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke I did. I'm not doing it to be funny. I'm not like say, anyway. Yeah. So. Oh, you're, you're quoting yourself. Sorry. Sorry about <laughs> that. funny. Yeah. <laughs> it opens doors with the, the doorman joke. Job. I could do. Oh, sorry. I was trying to crowbar yeah. in a crap joke. Oh. See, so, so nah. tag it in. No. So it didn't any- work. <laughs> yeah. so, so anyway, I was, so. I, was, I was out the back and I was having a duck sandwich. And oh, very <laughs> nice. I said no gear uh, on the pod. Oh, what if it's someone else's gear? <laughs> I'll allow it. So, yeah, okay. yeah, sure. so, so this girl comes up and goes, oh, I heard you read the Karen joke. And I'm like, uh-oh. And she goes, yeah, yeah, I go there. And I'm like, oh, okay, what are you studying? And she goes, counterterrorism. And I'm like, whoa, 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 what? And she goes, counterterrorism. And I'm like, well, uh, they do that at Edith Cowan Joondalup? And she's like, yeah, yeah, in fact... Uh, it's the the best of its kind in the world, and it's the first of its kind in the world. Um, I think there's others now, but it was the first, and it's the best, and it's there. And I'm like, I can't believe that happens. And I said, uh, are they um, are they still taking admissions? And she goes, Yeah, well, a week's gone by, but uh, they are taking them up until the end of week three, I think. All these students are so vocal with their course, you know. Just yeah, 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 yeah. The counterterrorism students. Yeah, yeah, I do. They're nothing they're because it's, fl- it's flipping great thing to <laughs> say at a party. It's a yeah, yeah. icebreaker. You can make these loose lips. These people, <laughs> I know, can't resist. I think once they stop talking about it, that's when you're you're obviously in halfway through second year. Something yeah. will happen, and it's like, yeah, don't mm. talk about this. Anyway, but for now, once you start learning how to assassinate, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, for now, it's <laughs> it's all risk assessments. It's not. It's pretty dry. But, so, anyway, so so I said uh, I thought I'll I'll apply for this because I don't know if Perth's going to get locked down. At least I can keep studying online. Um, I don't have much to do during the day. I want to get out of the house because my parents live there. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna study again. I'm gonna go back oddly to my first ever university. I was at Edith Cowan Junior in 1993, year of our Lord, and um, wow. And so I applied. That night, the night I met that girl, I applied at like midnight, and then I woke up at like eight, eight o'clock. Did you? And I'd be. Callan, what, can yeah. I can I ask this? Yeah. Did you apply with a hard on? Did you have a hard on while you were applying? Uh, why is that relevant? <laughs> <laughs> well, you you met a girl and immediately went home and applied to her university to be in the same yeah. class as her. It does sound a little bit weird. <laughs> See you at school on Monday. Can't wait. Now that you mention it. Did she have to register at the office of your parents' house that night? <laughs> yeah, go register with Kath Callum and, um, and we'll get you scanned in the Holy QR. Shit, have you seen her at the course? Yes. Yes, I oh, have. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's so, so funny. It's if you, you're like, will you go out on a date with me? No. Well, how about you just see me every day from nine <laughs> until five o'clock? <laughs> oh, my God. That, now that you put it that way, it's super sinister. I just like yeah. the idea of or, the course. 
I did. You ask her out now that you're in class. You're like, will you go out with me? And she's like, no. And you're like, hey, uh, I found one. She's a terrorist. So <laughs> we've got a live one yeah. here. It's an inside job. <laughs> this this really does reek of like if this if this was like the Dave Callan spy movie where it's like, you know, we see you at uni and then we cut ahead and it's like this whole big mission that you're on. And then we see like the the enemy and the big twist at the end of the film is we go back in time and it's like this woman has mm. like gone and it, and gotten you gotten you to sign up for this like counter terrorism course wow. just to sort of because she thinks you'll be bad at it you know just to have you in the mix this this yeah. feels she feels like a plant she oh, feels like an is she like a man, Manchurian up. candidate is yeah. that what's going on yeah yeah, like, yeah a bit of that yeah. a bit of that kind of thing like a honey trap type yeah, yeah, of deal yeah. just <laughs> lured you yeah. in Trojan yeah. horse you in yeah and then she eventually dates you and manipulates what you do yeah Nasia. and now look at me I'm in, I'm Inspector Clouseau <laughs> one more question yeah um in, with your counter terrorism course I can't talk at about the end it. of the year do you do you have to go across the other side of the campus and take on all the students that are taking just the normal terrorism course <laughs> and like fight fight it out <laughs> to see who's who passes <laughs> I sincerely hope so like like a like a big rumble like like West Side yeah. Story yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. all the clicking and the dancing from all my Scottish dances so I'll be able yes. to do it really well no that's yeah if yeah. you're if your if your course wins then you get to graduate so this yeah. year <laughs> counterterrorism we beat them we're getting the degrees everyone studying terrorism you got beaten yep. you've got to be here yeah. for another year and better luck yeah, <laughs> so yeah I, I love it that it's like a yearly thing so then like you start your course this year and it's like right guy i know you guys are, are new so i'll just explain we we take them on every year and we need revenge we lost last year that's why uh Three quarters of the university has been destroyed because the terrorism students did win. You'll notice all the smoking embers over there. Yeah. We've got to get them back this year. We can't afford to lose the one building we've got left. Yeah. The last chance. Yeah, the police academy's gone. It's just shelled. Oh, the police academy's next door, by the way. Oh. Yeah. The WA Police Academy is, is on campus. <clears throat> it's, um, Wolfie, Wolfie, why don't you become a neighbour of Callum? Why don't you yeah. sign up for that? Mate, I want, I'll sign up. I'm just going to see what sort of girls are in the, the course. Hey, who am I going to follow? I don't think Wolfie had even passed the test to get into the Police Academy stunt show, to be honest. Mate, I, I've had enough interactions with the police in my life, you know, to go and actually Yeah, work yeah, there. right. But to be honest, I actually see some of the comedians, because we don't have many um, in Perth, they work on the Police Academy and do... The simulations. Have you what? seen it? No. no uh, yeah, yeah, Nadia Collins does it. and So I've seen video clips where they'll show footage of a junkie and I'm like, hang on, that's a Perth comedian oh. playing the junkie. <laughs> oh, really? Like, Give me the money. <laughs> Give me the fucking money. And they're practicing. I'm like, everyone that comes on, I'm like, Dude, I've kicked with that guy. The method, method number three. He's he's the guy that screeches down in Fremantle. Oh, how did somebody get so method number three over you, mate? Well, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the head boss. That's, uh, that's brutal. That's brutal because we're from over here in Melbourne. We're watching all you guys in Perth. No one. Not only are you getting all the stand-up gigs, you're getting the police training video gigs as well. We've got fucking nothing going on over here. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to do a police training video over Skype. I just, just very quickly, can we just? I just want to very quickly point this out because you were saying before there's five comedians in Perth currently, and is this correct? Of those five comedians in Perth currently, two of them are called Dave Callan. 
I just wanted oh, to point that out yeah, because yeah. That, oh, that, is a, that is a ratio that is worth bringing up. <laughs> Almost 50% of the working comedians in Perth. It's true, it's true. All right, there's, there's, a, there's another Dave Callan here. There's, there's a, another Dave Hughes coming up as well. He's just started. A guy yeah, called Dave, Dave Hughes. Hughes. John Pinder. John Pinder. John, John Pinder made, um, was one of the driving forces behind creating the Comedy Festival in Melbourne, the Melbourne Comedy Festival, John Pinder. R.I.P. God rest his soul. There's another John Pinder here. It's but not okay. that, Perth. Uh, my favourite's the young Carl Chandler that's just started out. Is it? <laughs> oh yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Good. Oh, well, I hope he. I, may, I hope he makes a go of using that name because it hasn't fucking worked for me. So good luck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd never heard of you. He'd googled. He hadn't heard of you. <laughs> he, he does a great little routine about a goose roll where oh, the yeah, goose is nice. really excited to uh, be around be around a bread roll, um, but yeah. um, I can't yeah. remember the rest. And where and where does this? What country does this this Second Dave Callan come from? Oh, you are kidding me! This you is bastards. huge. You're going to love this. <laughs> you need to get him on. Get him on drum the drum roll. And Tommy, you've got the drums yep. behind you. You can play <laughs> them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll hop Build on. I'll patch it in later. <laughs> this is best. Oh, he is from. He, he is from a country uh, called Scotland. He's from Scotland. Yes, he's a copy in every single way. <laughs> no, not every. Facsimile. But, but yeah. everyone tells him that he's from Ireland. I'm not sure why. But yeah, uh, he gets. Yeah. Are, they, are they doing that because of? Because of these jerk stores, or do people just not know? <laughs> well, I, I always thought he was from Ireland, and I think he is. The flip. The Keep that going, flip. that's great. Um, but, but the thing is, like, I said to him, I met him five years ago in Edinburgh. He came to one of my shows, and he said, I, met, I came to your show because we have the same name. And I went, what? And he was a short, back and sides, clean-shaven kid with glasses. And I'm like, uh, oh, wow, okay. And he goes, I'm doing comedy now. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Well, in that case, whatever you do, don't come to Australia. And whatever you do, don't specifically go to Perth and marry a Perth comedian. Because then there'll be no getting rid of you, you fucker. And don't grow your hair long and grow a beard. And he did everything. He did all of those. Yeah, so now he's here. He, he's got long hair, a beard, and he's in the same town as me. And it's very confusing. He is just... Oh, I'm furious. Anyway, we should change. It's actually, it's actually perfect, Callan, for you for when you all of a sudden disappear from society and you're working undercover. He can just take on yes the Dave Callan appearance. (laughs) He can just merge the two Dave Callans. like he does DJ sets, the version like Pendulum used to do. Yeah, and little Scottish dances. (laughs) It gets even better because (laughs) there was a David Callan in Sydney. You know about this guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Doing comedy. And he did a comedy show called I Spied because he used to work for ASIO. So if people Google oh, my name, it'll like, it, the, the, there's already a guy taking the heat from me doing this sort of stuff. <laughs> and then there's already a guy doing comedy. So I'm basically, I'm nothing. I'm like a ghost. It's crazy. Yeah, you've got three people called Dave Callan and they make up for about one and a half people, really. There's only yeah. about one and a half people's <laughs> worth of yeah. fucking so achievements and that- occupations and. Yeah. Because Callan is such a rare Irish name. I would have thought. Yeah. But, you don't but hear it a lot. You've got the one in Sydney who's done the spy stuff, and you've got the one here who's a Scottish comedian. I'm a perfect Venn diagram. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. So, Wolfie, yes, your day job, your day job is, of course, we've talked to you before about. Um, well, what do you? What, you're not a stockbroker. What do you call yourself? Um, a gambler. I believe the- I, I gamble people's superannuation. <laughs> Come on, snake eyes. <laughs> no, you're not actually meant. To, you're, not so- in, you're not actually meant to say a stockbroker. It's a financial advisor. And I've, I've right. just done the course to actually get – because they, they've been trying to weed out the rats because there was uh, that big banking scandal and whatnot and they had a new course, which was uh, – it was a uni-level course, um, you know, just to check because I think a lot of the financial advisors haven't even been to uni. But I've got uh, some bad news for you, Carl. I passed. I passed with six days study, so fuck knows what's going oh, on. Oh, wow. So <laughs> look I continue Look at on. you two little – Perth students over there, all being out and getting does, sunshine and going to pubs and getting education. Does it huh? not scare you? Does it not scare you though? Like non-uni educated and uh, six-day study, and two of those I was blackout drunk, and I got through. So I mean, and, and it was a 60 percent pass rate. So I'm like, what is yeah. wrong with these other forty percent? It was shocking but what, to me. What, what What are the stocks like that you bought when you were passed out? How are they going? Oh, oh, the the drunk stocks. Yeah. Mate, uh, no, no, I, was, uh, I, I don't normally drink on the job uh, because this is... Uh, this <laughs> don't <has> been... normally. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just on special occasions. But I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mate, but your, yeah. your stock's actually... You've had uh, a... All oh, right, so what, well, yeah, what's the, what's, the, what's the deal? So for people who haven't heard, a bit, just I think what, just when we got into the pandemic, like 18 months yeah, ago, yeah. I sent you a bunch of money. Yeah. I said, right... Let, let's do this. So I think maybe it was pre-pandemic. I'm not sure. I sent you a ben- bunch of money and I went, right, this money is tucked away. This is for buying a bar yep. in Kosamui. Well, I've got some good I, news I, I, for and you. you. And you were very confident. You were like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move this money. I'm, I'm going to take it upwards. I've got some good uh, inside tips. Uh, I've got a hot tip on what's going to be the yeah, vaccine yeah. that's going to cure the coronavirus. Um, now, look – when I'm going back to check my uh, details from 18 months ago, there, there doesn't seem to be a lot of mentions of the word Pfizer or anything like that in there. <laughs> what, what horse are we riding on at the moment? Mate, well, we've, piv- we've pivoted away from stocks and you're now invested in my podcast. You saw all the equipment. We've got a trip. <laughs> right. God damn it. If we Fine. get enough downloads, we're going to buy the fucking bar through fucking Patreon money. Don't tell me Carl owns shares in the fucking bleach that Donald Trump was telling people to inject themselves with. Oh, mate, mate. So, so we had... I had Am I in the horse tranquilizer? <laughs> Do I own half of the horse paste or all, whatever? All I can say is Joe Rogan, whatever he took, you were heavily invested in. <laughs> but no, you know, it was actually such a, such a wild ride if what you've experienced because you halved your money on that. It was a complete disaster. Oh, fuck, did I? But <laughs> so now, as, as my financial advisor, you did not tell me about this. No, because what had, what had happened was the um, – the, out of the blue, the approval was rejected. Who could have guessed that I was I was wrong? <laughs> but we've slowly clawed you uh, about back medical up. science. Yeah, who could have told? I loved it because I was getting hammered by your listeners, going, "You piece of shit. We knew you'd fail. You're probably drunk." <laughs> <laughs> and and I had two people that had applied. They had applied, and they go. Actually, don't bother calling me ever again because they saw the stock drop. But we are now right. up. I checked today. You're up 15% from your start thing. So a slow train to nowhere. You would have been better off in the bank. You know what? As Once I booked you in for like doing the pod like a day or two ago, 
I did notice there was a flurry of emails to my account from changes being made to my stocks. I, th- I think it was a, like two days out, Wolfie was like, fuck, I've got to make some money really Mate, quickly. There was a lot of changing of, of, yeah, of stocks and shares in, uh, being bought and sold. It's uh, window dressing. So it's in there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know what's incredible? Every time, it's always down, but every time the pod hits, we have a run. Like the stock you were in yeah. was up 18% today. So you went from down to being up 15% from a miraculous last-minute recovery from yesterday. So I fucking, (laughs) as always, slid under the fence, got the homework in, I passed the the course in six days, (laughs) I managed to fucking patch up the leaky ship just long enough to do the pod. By the time we come off this, it's probably dropped back down. But for a brief window, all's well. The last two days you were blackout drunk. Keep doing that. Whatever you did in the last two days, just keep doing that. Mate, yeah. Do you want to do my counterterrorism assignments? Mate, I, <laughs> I, I don't know how I, I get through stuff, but I, I, think I seem to pass yeah. exams because I went in there and everyone yeah. looked quite smart. You're a, charmed, like, you're a charmed little pixie. I'm a lucky boy. I'm a lucky boy. We could, you could use, you could use Wolfie in the counterterrorism. So what you do is right, you send him over as the stockbroker to the Taliban. He yeah. invests all their money, and then and then the investments go bust, yeah. and then they go broke, yeah. and then they can't do anything anymore. Yeah, you you lose all their goats for them, and then we move in and we <laughs> take back Afghanistan. Yeah, this was a lot of opium money. Where, where's it all gone? I'm like, you've invested in my podcast. It's yeah, next well. time we zoom, Wolfie is like, I'm living in Kabul now. It's crazy over here. <laughs> my clients, and I go, the clients are angry, and I'm fucking scared. They seem like they yeah. they seem to mean business. Chandler, we've we've moved all your all your money into shares in sand. There's heaps of it here. It's pretty fucking sturdy. It's a good option over here. Maybe. Now, but so you know what the thing is? We're still on course. This is the joy of it. One year in, well, nothing achieved. You would have been better <laughs> off to get a gym membership and sort of <laughs> hang on with the money. What, by being on what, course, you mean I, you haven't you haven't lost all of my money yet? Is do, that what you describe as being on course? When it had halved, I thought, "What the fuck have I done yet? I need to be booking gigs in Melbourne. I've got to email the main booker and say I've trashed his fucking investment." I'm like, "Am, am I the dumbest guy ever? It's a lose lose for me." If we make the money, you get a bar, a bar that I want. You get a fucking <laughs> yeah. bar, and I'm like, I want that bar. <laughs> and if I lose the money, I'm never kicking again to Melbourne. Like, I only lose. Yeah. I get to go and fucking so, pay $10 a pint at your bar in Thailand that I don't have. What I'm trying to figure out is, are bars in Thailand cheap, or did you give him a lot of money? Well, okay, good point. Now, this was the, this was the thing. At the time, I was really into checking the prices uh, in Thailand for, for bars and stuff like that. Now, since this all started, you know, the pandemic and everything, I assume prices have plummeted. Yeah. Um, you're yeah. sort of looking around, like basically in, in Koh Samui, I keep looking, everything's for sale. I yeah. kind of figure that if you were over there and you just walked into a place and asked them if you, you could buy whatever you want, they would say yes. And just, you've just got to haggle on it. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I think uh, what, what, what I think is we haven't made a lot of money from Wolfie's shares. But what it has done 
is the the pandemic has brought all of the prices of the bars way down. So it sort of feels like in a normal way you have won money for yeah. me on shares. And like I, I, we now have we now do sort of nearly have enough money to buy a bar now. <laughs> Nothing to do with you, more to do with the pandemic bringing, you, you know the everything back down lot, to our level. You're talking a lot of sense and I think anyone listening here should get on board if they're looking for a tire bar. <laughs> and I can deliver the results <laughs> when their economy collapses and the exact money you put in is what I give you back. And you yeah. buy a bar. Man, honestly, <laughs> honestly so the, I'm, you know what? I'm about to send you something. I just, before this, like, so I know that I sent you, like, what I've got invested with you is $2,000. So it's up to, what is it, up to like $2,100 no, or you're, something you're like you're 2300 now. You're up 300 Oh, oh big spender. There we go. There we go. I might pile some more money in if you're going to be this good. I'm hoping you're not emailing a withdrawal of funds because you're my last client. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. My last chance to get no. out of my parents' house. No, no, no. What I've sent you now, if you want to have a look at it, I just just before we started, I found uh, uh, the the cheapest bar I could find in Koh Samui. Yep. Um, so it is. So if we're up to twenty three hundred dollars, yep. this bar is four thousand dollars. Okay. Well, I can so, have that. Having not delivered to you for a year, I think I can have that in six weeks if I actually get active. Oh, really? I think in I six can weeks. Well, Matt. Uh, are you going to invest in terrorism now that you know who's fighting for the other side of it? <laughs> Dude, it was so funny though because we went, we went drinking last weekend to, and we ended up at the casino at five o'clock and then I suddenly realised how similar my job was to gambling. Because I had uh, a couple yeah. of guys that obviously have gambling problems and they were so super st- – you know, where, where they're all sort of superstitious. We've got, we got to stand on this table. We've got to do this. Like you're going to win. And it's just total random. We're all obviously all left with no money. and But the penny dropped. I'm like, fuck. In many ways, that's what I do. But during the day, in a suit. Do you know what I mean? It's the exact yeah. same fucking thing. Because now I, t- you know, I honestly believe I can make four grand for you by we've got three weeks so we can update the listeners the drill results right. of the stock you're in which i'm not giving yeah because i don't want to get hammered right. in do, uh private messages like they did last time they wouldn't stop right vicious yeah. attacks <laughs> that i brought down the head of the podcast and um but i think three to five weeks we can have it and then we should pull it out and just buy the cheapest bar. The time frame has changed every time you've said it. It went from six to three to now three to five. No, but but I think think for me, for my own mental health, we, 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 the next win, the next win we fucking out and we buy the cheapest bar in Thailand, the the, like, know, yeah, the, the, like, the poorest well, house on the the best street. I like the way your your mental health is dependent on Carl's money. I like need that's this. The, yeah, that's yeah. the hinging factor. I wish my accountant, when I'm doing my tax, when he'd go to me, he's look. Here's what I'd like you to do, just for my own mental health. Here's how I'd like you to lodge the form. That's <laughs> there needs to be more. Yeah. More financial advice predicated on the mental and health benefits for the financial advisor. Also, Wolfie, Wolfie, you need to make this money in the next three to six weeks. Uh, do whatever you can together. Do not lose that money because in three to six weeks, so I can buy this bar and then immediately lose all of my money through the bar. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, yeah, okay. there is no chance anyone is going to this fucking bar for the next year or so. Yeah. No, we, we, yeah. yeah so let's aim for that. But I, um, in many ways, I want to give you your money back right now so I can at least be up. You know, it's like the casino Yeah, vibe. yeah, yeah. I'm like, $300, yeah. and I'm going, congratulations, thank you very much, get the fuck out of here, I can't handle this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because by tomorrow well, it's 1900 and I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, you don't know well, we're looking at 
Now I'm the hero. We're looking at this. We're looking at this bar called the Knee Bar, drinking food, and um, it's it's four thousand dollars. It's been okay. on sale for quite a while already. It's not a it's not a big bar. It's uh, all the pictures that they're that they're, they've put up of it have got no customers. Oh, this um, sounds at the exactly place. in our mo. It's what yeah. we need. Yeah, you should call it the it mates. A, the mates who say knee bar. No, you're <laughs> you're banned. Just to get a comedy comedy. You theme. are back at university, like you it. fucking dork. <laughs> Thank you, <God>. Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It's got it's got living it's got the worst looking living quarters out the back of it, so we can all go over and and, and stay and work at the bar during the day and, and live out the back during the night. There's even a tin shed, tin and wood shed for roosters um, to live out the back. Oh, so okay. uh, that's cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so I'm I've really got my heart set on this on well, this bar now because let's um, um, mm. let's get that done. Hey, can I'll try four thousand dollars. I just need uh, – I'll go and get a carton and we'll get the job done tomorrow. Can there, <laughs> can, can there be a special room for counter-terrorism? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Oh, you, yeah. get the, the tin, you get the tin shed out the back. Okay, I'll, I'll fit it out with, with lots of flashbangs yeah. and um, special <laughs> devices. Oh, man. Yeah, yep. yeah. When you're saying that Wolfie's money – you know, you, you, Wolfie hasn't done anything with your money, but that you can you could probably afford the bar now just because the prices have gone down – I don't know mm. that you can say that Wolfie didn't have anything to do with that because what he did was invest in and pump the tyres up of a co- of a v- company that was working on a vaccine that ended up to not go anywhere, <laughs> thereby yeah. prolonging the effects of the coronavirus. Oh, so yeah. okay. had Wolfie invested in a more reputable vaccine, maybe mm. Thailand would be out of the woods by now and prices yeah. over there would be surging. So right, I, I don't right. think you can be so quick to say that Wolfie didn't have some kind of effect okay, on this. Okay, so... I owe Wolfie a chunk of this of the knee bar. You say you owe him a rooster from that shed. Yeah, yeah. I think Tommy, you make a great point. What I've did was terrific. I played the long game, and um, <laughs> <laughs> anyone else looking this, for a rooster shed out in Thailand, look me yeah. up. You know, just look. You know, you know. If we don't get there, I've I've sent you boys the link in Facebook right at the moment. If you if you're looking at it and you want to pump any of your own money in there to get a share of the of the knee bar, you know, this can be like the, the a beautiful Dum Dum Club themed bar for when uh, we inve- inevitably go back over there for the uh, the 2052 Kosamui International Podcast Festival. Um, but I just I do love the idea of getting this bar. If we go back over, we do another podcast festival at some stage, just as a bit of a relief for everyone that we can travel internationally again i love the idea that we've got like the cheapest bar in samui the smallest most poverty fucking bar in kosamui and everyone goes over and stays at these beautiful resorts and then we're like no but you have to come to our bar now it's 40 minutes away um it's about two foot by three foot and it sucks it's fucking shit but um get out of the pool and you have to come and drink with us now wow this looks so bad this looks like such a fucking shithole. <laughs> well, I, I invest professionally for a living and you've sold me. I'm probably going to pull my yeah. own personal funds and get involved in this fucking bar. Forget stock market. You, you, you don't, you chuck in $200, all of a sudden you own 10% of a bar. Like, you, you know, 5% of a bar. It's fucking, it's, it may not be much, but you've got a fair bit of it. That's something. I feel like I'm in the movie The Big Short if it was bought, <laughs> if it was bought from Aldi. Wish.com or Aldi. <laughs> but Dave, how impressed will people be at uni when you go like, oh, yeah, I'm, yes. yes, I'm a mature age, but I also own a bar out in Thailand. Oh, that is yes. cool. Yeah, They'll be swooning. I'm yeah. part owner. Yeah, okay. Let's, yeah, I'll, I'll pull out my personal funds. 
or study, yeah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah. You can have the you can have the Edith Cowell traffic light party over there. It's pretty, <laughs> <laughs> pretty short flight. <laughs> we can. What about this? If if you go back, you can. Uh, we can make this officially the um, uh, like a uni bar for yeah. Edith Cowan. Um, yeah. Every Wednesday night, half price Changs. If you guys want to fly from Perth over to Koh Samui, we'll do you guys a, a deal. If you show your student ID at yep. the knee bar, yeah. um, half price. We'd, we'll do you twenty five baht Changs. I'm just gonna say I liked it on the link that Carl sent. There's a one of the photos is just of a car parked out the back. And they've like censored the license plate of the car. Yeah, just don't, yeah. just don't post the photo. It's the worst photo. Like it's not. <laughs> that was when I was uh, parked there myself doing some counterterrorism. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Just keeping on things. Yeah, yeah. I do, I do like, like, what are you going to do with that info? How, what are you going to do with the info of a number plate of a car parked out the back of the shittest bar in Koh Samui? <laughs> what, what exactly are you going to do with that? I think they're just embarrassed. Hey, they don't want anyone to know. Oh, Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. But you, you can have like an exchange program with these Edith Cowan students where they go over and then can work in the bar and have an <laughs> oh, experience. Yeah. The hospitality <laughs> Maybe if And it's called yeah. learn, learn you, Indonesian or learn Thai. Yeah. Fuck, wrong can, yeah, can Learn you, RSA. Yeah. Can you um can you put up some posters in the uh, hospitality section of the uni just to okay. to get some uh yeah. some work experience people to come over and um you know, look all the rooster they can eat. Um, they can use the car with the no number plate out the back. Um, they can live in a third world country in fourth world um, uh, residence at the back. It looks extre- Mate, it doesn't look too bad right at the front, but out the back looks extremely dodgy. It can be like yeah. a, char- a charity thing. We can say it's been hit by a cyclone or the terrorist attacked and they're going there to rebuild what used to be there. Yeah. A beautiful, oh, yeah. beautiful bar. Yeah, yeah. When it, it actually yep. was ne- never a bar, but they can go in and do the wood decking and the hammocks. Are there yeah. hammocks there? You need hammocks, I think. Oh, it doesn't look like no. there's hammocks. There's trees, though. I think, yeah, by the look of the Acom out the back, I reckon you'd wish for hammocks once you started staying there because yeah. it, you'd rather be sleeping outside than whatever the fuck they've got out the back. <laughs> um, yeah, because we'll but, need this. Uh, <laughs> hey, look, we, we can rename it. We can call it whatever we like if we get the – because that's the thing. Like, even if, you know, nothing happens, 4000 bucks. like, it's if, – if there's a few of us and if it's free money that you've, you've um, earned for us on the stock exchange, like – um, there's, it's win-win. I can't really see a okay, loss well, out of this. Well, let's agree. Like, we'll tap out at four grand in six weeks, so we can All do right. that. Eh? All right. <laughs> All right. Wolfie, what's your like? What's your biggest um, win that you've had with with doing stocks for other people? Like, what's the what's the biggest <laughs> result you've gotten? Me with my own <laughs> money. <laughs> No, me. <laughs> I, I made 1.4 mil. <laughs> I made 1.4 1. 1. 1. mil in 10 days. For who? Fuck it. For now, hey, now, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, I don't want to go too crazy with the spoiler alerts. And given that you live with your mum and dad, did you hang on to that one point no, four no, mil? No, I had a house paid off in <laughs> Netherlands. I, I, I made it and then, uh, yeah, it all went away. So who knew? What do you mean went away? Well, the thing is, I got I got hot under the collar. I thought I was I thought I was Andrew Forrest. I thought I was destined for greatness. Do you know? And I wasn't. Yeah. I was just very lucky on an, uh, a trade a few years ago. So yeah, that was actually that's where it all came apart. That big win changed me. Yep. I was cocky. I'm driving around town. I thought I was invincible. Turned out I just got really lucky. Do you know? It was a one yeah. hit one hit deal. <laughs> So, but yeah, man, well, what know, a great better day. Better to have loved and lost, hey? What a great day when I had all that money, hey? 
could have could have been anything. <laughs> but uh, wow. what, what so uh, just fucking to be clear, devastation you made... has it all disappeared? No, I put 300k yeah, you... in and turned it into 1.4. Wow. Oh. Carl, how quickly and can then... you find out what kind of bar you could buy in Koh Samui for 1.4 mil? <laughs> Well, how many times does four thousand dollars go into one point four million? Um, we could we could get a franchise. Let's get a franchise. I don't want to get one good bar. I want to get about six hundred shit bars. Oh, right. you want I want to take bar over to this be all over Kosamui. Yeah, yeah. You want to I want to be, be like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, right. exactly. That is what's so bad. Once you once you've done it once, because when I was going to lunch and I was thinking about Carl's money, I thought, okay, two and a half grand. We get to ten, then we can get to hundred. I'm like, fuck. One day, like, 100's quite a lot to give to him. He'd be pretty stoked if he had two grand and turned it 100. It's total bullshit. <laughs> when the fuck are you going to make 100 grand, you idiot? Should have been it's at 2,300. You're an idiot. You're a, you're a gambler. But in my head, I was well, thinking, what, what, I said, imagine his face as I hand over 100 grand. But it's yeah. possible. What if, what if, because the whole time you've been like, I want to be part of this. If you get this bar, I want to be part of this. What if, what if we get it? What if we aim even higher? What if we aim for eight grand? Because the, a great dream would be, okay, we don't, we don't just buy one knee bar. We buy two knee bars. Because my dream is I love the, the Asian way of like get, making up a second shop, a second restaurant, but then just calling it two, just oh, like making that. it a sequel. So you get knee bar and then you've got knee bar two. I would love to have a, a franchise because you you got to call it a franchise if there's two shops, right? Maybe, Maybe you could so. call it the Knights Who Also Say Knee Bar. Shut up, you <laughs> nerd! Oh, no. You're lucky. You're lucky. You're lucky the Nullarbor exists because I'd be flushing your head down the toilet right now. <laughs> hey, Dave. Dave, yep. after this, you got to Google the dead parrot ske- sketch, dude. You're gonna fucking blow your mind. Absolute pisser. Absolute pisser. Tommy, you know what we were saying before off air? Like, so you've never played the drums on the podcast. Are you ever no. planning to do that? Like the Marinette? You've got drums behind you. He's got, got drums, drums behind, behind him. Yeah, yeah. Um, what level I are could, you at? I just, the one, the one thing we thought was, uh, we were saying off air, we could do like a, a whiplash reenactment, that film where uh, uh, J.K. Simmons plays an aggressive drum teacher and I, and I can absolutely play student. the so, teacher. Yeah. I, can, I can do the teacher. There's no problems there. I'm yeah. happy to put my hand up to play him. J.K. Simmons like abusing Miles Teller, even though there's no evidence that he actually is any better at the drums. So it's, it's kind of it's kind of perfect. That's awesome. Just yelling, "Do better! I'll do better!" Let's go. How long have you been playing for, man? A long time or not? Uh like three years, I think. Three years or so. Yeah. So not ages. I'm all right. Like there's yeah, there's I'm pretty good. There's. Few things I can't really do very well, but but, but how, how do you how do you know you're pretty good? Has someone heard it, or you just think think you are? Or? I played. <laughs> I, speaking of Kosamui, I played in a. I think we did. Yeah, we did two different years where we had like a Kosamui All Stars band, and yep. we had like me on drums, and then Callan, you were there. Who were over there? Yeah. Uh, oh mate, yeah. I know what you need great. to do at the 500 show. You got to play on stage like that gorilla. Do you know the... What's, what was like that ad? The gorilla. Oh. What's that yeah. ad? Oh, from the Cadbury ad. <laughs> yeah, from the ad. Right. Right, right. right. And he, he does the, the Phil Collins. Phil Collins. Yeah. And you turn around and you go, it's fucking... Yeah, something like that. Well, look, just spitballing yeah. ideas. They can't all just, work, but yeah. I've done well on the just, shares, so that's good. Yeah. Just just make sure just just make sure you've got a full arsenal of Bob Marley songs for when we take over Nebar 1 and 2. Mate, yeah, I exactly. I like it because we we have the admin 
Because we've got the same employee, you know, the payroll's the same and the marketing's yeah. the same, the ad campaign. What, what's the ad campaign? Yeah. A, a Skyrider or whatever we're going to do, something big. <laughs> something Skyriding big for the la- launch party. <laughs> I love the idea of Skyriding in Kosamui. It's such a small island and also there's like uh, 10 planes going in a day, so you're just nipping up there for like 20 minutes in between flights from Singapore and Bangkok coming in. You've yeah. got to duck between the Jetstar, but they're always delayed, so you get big pockets where you can go and do like <laughs> right. cheap oh. drinks, hey. free drinks, closing, d- and then we'll have the closing down sale over and over. Closing down, it's all going to go. Yeah. We've oh, overbought. We're like a cut. We're like a carpet store themed bar We've where we're just constantly chains. closing down. We fucked up. They're, they're going at half price. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking, yeah. of, uh, speaking of big pockets, um, Carl, the money you owe me for uh, the last gigs I did in Melbourne, maybe you could give it to Wolfie to, to try and invest to, to get it to my normal standard fee I usually charge. I mean, it's going to be difficult, maybe, but he can try. He can try his best. You're talking my language, Dave. I think that makes a lot of sense, Carl. Let's get yeah, this money in. Unfortunately, unfortunately, like Thailand, the pandemic hit, Dave. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, that's why the prices went down. Sorry right. about that. Just, but, just uh, invested also, into, into one four thousandth of the bar then. He can't transfer yeah, yeah, it yeah. McGowan's got a very love- strict policy. It's all locked down. He can't get the money in here. So it's fine. What I yeah. love is that yeah. we've been, for the listener at home, we've been doing this uh, like kind of – it's been it's gradually in Melbourne. The sun has gone down while we've been recording this. No lights on at the Chandler household. So it's we're now – we're now all watching a man in total darkness, which yeah. adds which adds a which adds a new air to the to the sight of a man just going, "I'm gonna own a bar in Thailand." Just like, now that the yeah. lights are off, it's got a completely different vibe to it. I'm saving money because because Wolfie hasn't made that extra money. I've turned yeah. off all the power in the rest of the house. I'm say I'm making up the, the, the amount that he hasn't earned yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to compliment you guys. So you have dressed. Like, I would be in pyjamas. I wouldn't have bothered. <laughs> you have dressed. You, you've dressed up, you know. You're wearing hats and shit probably because you're balding. I don't <laughs> yeah, know. We're really dressed <laughs> up. We've rolled out the red carpet for you guys. Dude, yeah, I would be yeah. in yeah. a fucking tracksuit and like a sweatshirt. You know what I mean? Like, why, why bother? Yeah, yeah. Carl looks like he well, might head out. Yeah. Well, I've, I've, I've been outside. I have spoilers. Like, you're allowed outside for an hour or something, so I have been outside. You can't just give up. Like, we've, we're have we pros at this lockdown by now. We've done it for a long time. So Absolutely. We, you we have your week where it's like the trackies fun and then you go, I've got to start actually dressing properly in the morning. Do I can't you have, just be doing this. For do you have like, it's 5K restrictions. So do you, it's sort of like a dog on a chain. Like, do you know the limits at all points in your suburb, like where you hit the 5K mark? Is it 5K that you've got, mm. radius? Yeah. 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 So yeah. do you know exactly, yeah. like I can touch that post but not that post? You've sort of mapped it out? <laughs> like yeah, a roughly, dog on a I chain really, walking around to see the I've looked at like fires. places I would go to normally and go, well, like, can, I co- can I go to that one or can I not go to that one? Like I don't yeah. know exactly, exactly the line but I do know the places I can and can't go. Wolfie, no offence, but I really hope we get to see the day of you doing a months-long lockdown like this because it would be be fascinating to observe what happens. It is definitely going to hit Perth. We've been cocky for too long. Hey, I'm sure we're going down. It's a bit like you when you won your 1.3 million. Mate, it's going to (laughs) hit. Yes. Yes. It's going to hit, and I've been with my parents for too long now. And it's going to be, yeah, I don't know what might happen, hey? You can live with me in June. Someone's going missing. I probably need to get into this. I might enroll into anti-terrorism. Yeah, do it. Oh, do it. That'd be great. We could have fun. Yeah, Yeah, we will. (laughs) We'll we'll dress in suits. 
she and drive and drive Aston Martins. I would have said, do you get a spy name or not? Like, oh, uh, not in year one. Maybe in year two. What would yours be? Uh, d- d- just triple O. You know, zero, no yeah. money, all off. Yeah, tri- triple O, named after the profits of uh, my shares. James yeah. Bond, triple O, bankrupt. Dave, you got in there. You're not allowed to have any. Uh, you're not allowed to have any O's in your code name because that's uh, Irish and oh. that would be inappropriate. I'd so. be, yeah. I'd be double, I'd be double Mick Seven. all right well let's wrap it up for another week on the little dum dum club andrew wolf dave callan thank you so much for joining us thank you so Uh, much boys wolfie you've got your your, you've got your money podcast sure thing sure thing but uh thailand bar coming soon to you guys six weeks time that's (laughs) more important sure thing thing podcast we might we, we might we might put up like an update on the socials and stuff like we'll um we'll we'll put like a like a bit of a um like a telethon like what we're up to how much money we've raised for the bar well, this over the is what next we want. six weeks then, just to put the pressure on you and we can have like the countdown the six week countdown and I'll trade yeah. against it using uh, yeah. <laughs> Chang beers and I'll, we'll trade each day and you can update the actual balance but I'm telling right, you if it right. drops below two grand. Again, I'm fucking out. I'm giving you your money back. I want to get gigs in Melbourne. I can't risk <laughs> I'm, it. I'm, I'm really what, what I'm really hoping is I want you to base um, you know the the share prices going up with uh, Sydney's coronavirus cases. If you can, we could just make a, like a, a a wall graph like that. That'd oh, be fucking great. If I can outperform the spread of COVID in Sydney, yeah, you'll be yeah, happy. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Perfect. Uh, cool. Dave, have you got things you'd like to plug coming up? You no gigs in Perth. No. 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 Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. Fuck I mean, yeah. does, how many Perth listeners do you have? Like one? It's just you know us, what? isn't it? No, there's plenty. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's heaps. No, there's a big, there's a big okay. group. Uh, well, then, yeah. in that case, um, come and see me at Fringe World. I don't know what I'm doing. I might not even do it. Are you doing it? Um, I'm meant to be, but I haven't written anything, so. Yeah. I don't know. Are we, uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, have Good you enrolled? Ad. When the fuck did we enroll? <laughs> oh, it was supposed to be a month ago. <laughs> Oh shit! Well, uh, yeah, no, come to Fringe World. It's not. It's not like Edith Cowan, where you can just do it late. Oh jeez! Yeah, well, I yeah. missed the window. You guys need to meet a girl in the smoking section, and then you'll be registered straight away. Y- yes. Yeah, that's in in January and February anyway. So you it's, you guys will be doing a show. It's probably, hard. Probably we, together. We lose track. Yeah. We've got so many gigs out here. You're down the beach. Yeah. You got partying. You got all things on. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> you got two people in a room. It's all going on. Yeah. You're allowed. You're allowed lick things. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. You, you got. You've even got the lights on in there. It looks fucking great. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah, we got electricity, Carl. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. See, see you, mate. And they've done it again. Oh, they sure have. Even with the the nullable between us and the other guests. Mm-hmm. We've Bernie's roosted one over the Nullarbor. Actually, he's um. Yep. That's uh, I think the 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 football that he's kicked over the Nullarbor is one of the. He's probably responsible for the, some of the UFO sightings that people see in the Nullarbor. Oh, yeah. right. Just this gr- is, glowing Bernie, uh... this glowing red sphere <laughs> was driving over us. I love all the UFO sightings in the Nullarbor. It's like, yeah, I saw something weird in the Nullarbor. Did you? Did you see something weird when you were by yourself, out of your mind, driving four days through a desert, probably on pingers? Did you see something weird? Okay, all right. Fuck, I'd, I'd love to do the Nullarbor. I'd 
would really love to tick that one off the bucket list. It'd, it'd be interesting. Drive. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be heaps of fun. But this raises an interesting question. Is uh, is Bernie part of the uh, player bubble? Will he be having anything to do with the uh, grand final being held over in Perth? Is that why he was mm. kicking one over the Nullarbor? Was he no, on his way over? No. I'd, I'd look, I'd love for him to be kicking a football with us Trojan horse style hiding inside it over the Nullarbor and then yep. we get over there and get to do some gigs and walking around <laughs> outside. <laughs> the only gig we can get is on grand final night because no one wants to do it because it's traditionally yeah. such a shit night for comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fuck, I'd love to do the shit First night for comedy back. these days. Anyway, yeah. um, fun times. Fun times to catch up with our, our little old mates over there. Um, Perth, mm. we haven't we quite, haven't quite knuckled down and gotten the, the new replacement day yet because, you know, fuck knows. But it's looking like possibly February next year. Um, but that will yeah. be confirmed. People that have the tickets will be emailed that. There is a small handful of tickets still available if you'd like to purchase a ticket without knowing when it's on. Go for it. Yep. Yep. I've done that with stuff. I've, I've bought things and it's like I've pre-ordered something for a thing that will be released at an in determinate time yeah you ever done that no you just, you just you just go in you get it when you get it no. i had a record turned up the other day that i bought over a year ago i pre-ordered it over a year ago oh wow and then it and then it went into production and then the production got delayed because of covid and then finally turned up and it was like wow what a nice surprise just a genuine oh man a genuine shock to have it turn up like i had forgotten about it so many people are going to have this like you know, these great weeks in 2022 where they get to go and see all these shows that they bought two years ago. The, the money's gone since then. You know, they've written off the money since then. Basically, mm. t- 2022 is a year of people going to shows that they sort of didn't pay for. Like, they don't yeah. even notice the yeah. money coming out of their wallet. They're just free shows that, that you know, Carl Chandler from 2020 bought for Carl, thousand, uh, for, for Carl in 2022. So... Do you have any? Yeah, do you have anything like that? Do you have any tickets kind of sitting there, hanging in the hanging in the ether at the moment? Yeah, got a few, got a few little ones. Yeah, yeah. So, um, what just you, what did you have? Just oh, trying you had some faith no more. Yeah, just trying not to lose those tickets in the in the meantime. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got a faith no more. Very coincidentally, um, yeah, trying to organise uh, the Perth Live podcast. Very coincidentally, around the time of them playing in Perth so oh that's weird absolutely weird but um anyway well I mean it could happen to anyone um so we'll 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 try for that um yeah big chance of Mike Patton being on the podcast that weekend that'll be great um uh, for people but some people will believe that that's a joke I'm not getting Mike Patton on the podcast but yeah. um, yeah. But uh, yeah. What have I got? I've got uh, I've got Tame Impala tickets from I think that was meant to be oh, March twenty twenty or something, and the band Waves, which Tame Impala like though because that's like a big arena show. I've been emailed a couple of times like, hey, they've I think they've changed the date. I mean, I think the date now is meant to be December this year or something. But mm. even that, it's like I doubt that's going to end up happening. But that Waves show was just at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne, twenty twenty. And I don't think they ever contacted me one way or the other to say it's delayed or it's cancelled or it was like a $30 ticket or whatever. So it's like I was just thinking about that the other day. Never chase it up. The tour just clearly will not happen now because it was such a small thing anyway. Yeah. That's like, oh, what a, do I bother going through the rigmarole of chasing Oz ticks and going, you know, this company that's pretty much against the ropes at the moment, is it worth the effort of hassling them for the 30 bucks or do I just kind of let it go? Yeah. Or do I just hope that one day they come out here, 2025, and then I can come out of the woodwork and go, here I am. Yeah. I've had this for five years. You owe me a show. 
Well, um, saying that, like, yeah, if that that ends up happening and we do a, uh, a Perth show and it's around about the same time as Faith No More, I've got tickets for the, – the the two things I've got tickets for is Faith No More both in Melbourne and in Adelaide. So – yep. Yeah, hey, maybe there might be a last minute Adelaide podcast happen as well as I do a do a Grateful Dead esque trawl around the country watching Faith No More. So, um, yeah. have you done that before? Have you followed a, a a band around? Have you gone to like multiple cities for a gig before? No, you know the only th- you know thing like that I've done is one year at the comedy festival. It was a year where Elvis Costello came and played Melbourne, and I always go and see him when he plays Melbourne. And he was on a night where I was doing a solo show, and oh, right. I was like, uh, I, "Oh, I can't. I guess I can't cancel." And so, yeah, was was playing, you know, to a to a similar sized crowd as him, I assume. Um, to yep. pr- probably about twenty-two yep. people as he played the Palais, but um, yeah, but right. then oh, he wasn't in the carpet room at the forum. No, 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 he, d- he wasn't right, doing right. Um, Westgate Wednesdays and uh, giving out half-price tickets <laughs> to whoever was hanging around at Lord of the Fries <laughs> on Swanston. But um, no, yeah, yep. it was. Uh, it just happened that I think he was on. He must have been in Melbourne roughly around the last weekend of the comedy festival. So then, by the time he went to Sydney, comedy festival was over. So then I just oh, yeah, went. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a pretty decent comedy festival, so I was like, oh, I'm just going to fly up. Just flew up, got in at about four o'clock, went straight to the concert, um, had a few drinks, and then got up and come straight home the next the next morning. So that's that's sort of I've the closest. That, uh, yeah, it's a, a good like a travel interstate for a concert. It's fucking great. Like I did that at the start of 2020. I went and saw I saw Vampire Weekend in Melbourne, and then I went up and saw them in Sydney. And my friend from Sydney, who's into them. He came down here for the Melbourne show and then I went up there for the Sydney show. And it was fucking great. And it was like, yeah, I want to do more of that. Just just reckless spending of money. Seeing yeah. the same gig consecutive nights in another city just because well, just you've got a friend who's also into it. It's fun. I did, you know what, I did go and see um, Queens of the Stone Age when they were in Melbourne back-to-back twice, which was good because yep. I gave myself a bit of a serious night of watching and then one night of, like, getting fucking sideways and really enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, so I had the serious Carl and the fucked-up Carl um, both see the same set list and I, I was into it. I could do that again, definitely. Yeah, yeah. When I went to Vampire Weekend, in Me- the Melbourne night was first and they got two songs in and then all the power went out on stage, so they had to leave the stage. So this is 10 minutes into the gig. Then they come back after like five minutes and they think they've got it all fixed up. They start the song again. A minute into the song, all the shit on stage goes out again. Like all the venue lights are on, but it's just like the power to like the amps and stuff. Mm. So all the instruments go down. This happens three times. And by the time they come back out for the second time, it's been maybe 30 to 40 minutes of the audience just like waiting around. Wow. Just standing there going. And it genuinely at this point looked like they're just not going to be able to do the gig. And all the other friends that I was with, I was with a group of like eight of us and all the rest of them are, you know, from Melbourne and they're all freaking out like, are we just going to not end up seeing this yeah. concert? And I'm really <laughs> pissing them off by going, I don't really care. I'm getting another <laughs> bite of the cherry tomorrow night anyway. I yeah. mean, I'm, to be honest, i got an early flight to Sydney tomorrow, yeah. so I'd be pretty wrapped if we yeah, end yeah. up going home now and getting a <laughs> refund. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I've got all these tickets. I've, I've actually got all these tickets for Faith No More. Because I was like, all right, I'm going to do Melbourne and Adelaide. Because I presume this would be the last time they'll they'll tour out here, maybe. So um, okay. I, I thought I'll make the most of it. I might, you know. And I thought, oh, Adelaide, that'll be easy. Nice little, 
you know, trip. And then I thought, well, maybe I'll drive over. So, um, mm-hmm. but this is the thing. It's been that long ago since that I bought all these tickets, but I bought them with other people. Like I bought them and then went, said to people, oh, do you want to go to this thing? Or do you want to go, to, you know, do you feel like doing this? So there's a, there's a bunch of tickets and I'm not even sure who they're for now. I can't remember how they were allocated. Because I know yeah, that right. like Milan was maybe going to go to one. I know Kappa was going to go to maybe one or two. I think Matt Stewart from Do Go On, I think he was going to go to one. So Yeah, yeah. yeah I think you were going to go to Adelaide with – you were going to drive with Kappa and Matt Stewart. I yeah, maybe. So you prob- you've got a better memory for it than me. I can't remember what the fuck the plan was. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, They're going to come and knock and – yeah, then you'll be coming to Perth to, to Faith No More, obviously, and Wolfie and Callum. I'll be we'll, right up the we'll front. We'll be all there. Yeah, yeah it should be good. <laughs> I was thinking I, I, I'm I a fan of Tyler, the creator, and especially love his last album, and he's playing here in August 2022, and I thought, fuck, maybe I'll do it again, the back-to-back Melbourne and Sydney. Oh, yeah. I've just got such a taste for it. And also just like planning something like that for any year's time just really feels like – you know, just a thing to, you know, just buying those tickets and going, yes, we will be doing that by then. Although, yeah. who the fuck knows? Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. not. Maybe we'll get, maybe yeah. we'll get fucked over at the last minute. I'm, I'm getting a bit of anxiety due to like anything that happens like that. I'm like, fuck. I just feel like everything's going to be so jammed in. As soon as the gates open and we're allowed to do stuff or whatever, it's going to be like, fuck, I've got 1,700 fucking things planned. I'm sure to have three or four things planned on the same day on yeah. a Saturday night. I'm going to fuck this somehow. I've got to fucking get oh, my well, shit together. Well, I mean, end of last year, I found it kind of brutal and probably the same th- thing is going to happen again this year where, yeah, we get out of lockdown and you've got all your things you want to do, you catch up with this person, catch up with that person, see your parents, do gigs, and then it's all all of that happening at once combined with it's the end of the year, which is when things are very busy and then you've got Christmas and all that shit thrown into the mix. So it's just like... Yeah, fucking nothing happens for months, and then everything kind of happens all at once. Mm. I'm, uh, I'm ready to get fucking destroyed in November. Incidentally, but. yeah, go and go and get your vax, guys. There's a handful of of you out there that that are fucked in the head and don't want to. But if you could do us all a favor and get us out of the house, that'd be that'd be fucking great. We don't need to go into you detail your about yet? it. When are you getting your When are you getting your second? You must uh, be just about due, right? I am due, but I'm finding it very hard to uh, book online at the moment. So I'll be sorting that out in the next week and just sort of doing a bit of a roll-up to one of these places because it's just – I don't know what the, the problem is is with the uh, online booking, but it is uh, not very helpful across the board is what I'm hearing. Certainly not for me. So um, Not the best system. No. When I had mine um, or when I had one of my doses, the the guy who gave it to me was like – he looked in the vial at the end and he's like, there's a bit left in there. Bit of a shame, isn't it? Probably like a whole other dose in there. It's like, wow, this thing really hasn't been managed too well, has it? Like, <laughs> uh, well, people. speaking of helping us out, help us get out of the house and helping the podcast survive. Um, thank you very much to everyone who gets on to, signed up to Patreon for our our little show. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash club, or you can go to just littledumdumclub.com and... Uh, click through the links, uh, have a look around, have a look at all the backlog of old episodes. A lot of people come into this show mm. new and don't delve too far back. But if you want to go to the episodes tab in our website, you can go back and see a picture of uh, all the people that have, have been on the show back for 11 yeah. years now. So, um, yeah, nearly 11 years, I think. Um, so you can go and have a look through there or you can look at all the merch that we've got on sale as well. Um, but... 
you can find Patreon, the Patreon link. So you can sign up, give us a little bit of money every month to get a bunch of different little mini episodes every week. And of course, immortalize yourself. It's like buying a, that thing where you buy a star, Tommy. You know, you buy a star and you name it after yourself mm. or you name it after a friend. It's, it's that sort of thing because yeah. then you get your name read out on this show eventually. And as a... Uh as we've always said, once we have, um, following the advice of the comedy modelling, once we have 80% of the population in this country subscribed to the Little Dum Dum Club Patreon, that then we will be, we will be ending it. The, the right. podcast will be a thing of the past. Right. So we, just, we right. all need you to do the right thing, <laughs> get out there, get subscribed, and yep. then this nightmare can finally end for yeah. us and for you. Yeah, great. <laughs> yeah, you're allowed to listen to other shows then. Yeah, great. Yeah, you're not yeah. locked into this one. This is the real lockdown. You're locked into supporting these two fuckheads. Um, <laughs> yeah, once we get to eighty percent and we own our own franchise of bars in Thailand, um, we're, we're we're fine to run them instead of doing this. Man, imagine exactly. that. Imagine that. Imagine like fucking getting out, doing another podcast festival in Thailand, and getting out and going to a bar that we own. Um, Based on those pictures, I can't think of anything worse at the moment. <laughs> no. But anyway. It's, a, it's an ideal fixer-upper, Tommy. You don't want to buy something beautiful already because it charges through the roof. You look at that thing, you know, you would get over there, we get some Thai workers, we pay them 25 cents a day, we get that thing looking like the Copacabana. It's going to be beautiful. <laughs> we'll get we'll get our own casino knocked up. We'll, we'll bulldoze... Bulldoze the knee bar, and we'll get our own Crown Casino on that site. We'll we'll make an absolutely the the best bar going in that area. Absolutely, fuck got, that would be funny. Trying to come in and be be set up a casino in Kosamui. Yeah, yeah, just your own homemade one, like in the Flintstones or something. You know, just yeah, just yeah. trading birds, trading seashells. Um, <laughs> we get we get Blakey over there. He helps us build, and by helps us build, I mean build by himself. He does uh, all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the perfect plan. Uh, perfect. Can't wait. I'm 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 psyched into it again now. I'm psyched into it. All right. So um, let's let's give a bit of thanks out to the people who got us to this position where we can lose four thousand dollars on a bar and it not absolutely lose our life, uh, destroy yeah. our life. So um, thank you very much. This week, to first cab off the rank Patreon subscriber, Josh Wiseman. Oh my god! Yeah, for real? Yeah, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, well, he's right. uh, not too wise uh, of a man if he's uh, yeah, wasting his money yeah. on this bullshit. Yep, yep. Um, a wise man once said, <laughs> "Suck me off, Josh. Thanks for the money." <laughs> man, do you think? Um, now, here's the thing: we've been in lockdown for a fair while, so I've been doing a bit of reading. Um, a lot of surnames come from the jobs that their ancestors have done. Does that mean that Josh's great 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 grandfather once delivered frankincense to some fucking baby in Bethlehem? Is that is that possible? Oh right. Well I was thinking maybe it was more likely, you know, we've talked a lot about how often a nickname or a childhood nickname will be derived from just sort of you know, the opposite. Someone someone doing something that's the opposite. So maybe his ancestor was a complete dumb cunt, and they're like, "Get a load of wise man over oh, here." Oh yeah, you right. know what I mean? Like, they're oh, so kind of making a bit of a, they're making a bit of fun of him. So that's on the same day that the wise man family got their surname. Someone invented sarcasm, like in the seventeen hundreds or something. 
Is that what's happened there? Yeah, 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 yeah. This could, yeah, this guy could have been, the, the lineage could be, yeah, the, the inspiration for the first right. dose of sarcasm right, so ever recorded Josh, in history. Josh Wiseman and Johnny Sarcasm were, you know, mm. they're, both their relatives come from the same incident in the 1700s. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah Johnny Sarcasm already has that name, the ancestor, right. he, but he's, he doesn't know what it is yet. Oh, no so one knows what it when is When he said something that he meant the opposite of, they were like, what the fuck was that concept? And, and they did, didn't know how to describe it, so they just named it after him. Yeah, he's like, I don't know. It's just something I've been doing. It just yeah. kind of popped into my head one day, and they're like, it's pretty cool. I could see us, I could see us getting behind this. Yeah. Yeah, I love Do this concept. For it? He's like, I hadn't really thought that far. Yeah, I love this concept of saying something that is absolutely incorrect. You fucking idiot! In order, in order to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you know, Josh, Josh is if he was the real, if he was uh, impersonating his ancestors right now, he's uh, he's chosen not to to gift us with frankincense or myrrh. He's given us fucking fourteen bucks a month or something. So uh, yeah, mm, nice. Yeah, even nice. better. Even I mean, little baby Jesus would have uh, wouldn't have minded a, a, a few cold hard shekels like that on a, a monthly re- retainer that would have been all right <laughs> little baby jesus the, the the three wise men turning up and going we subscribed you to a podcast patreon in yeah. your name yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome little baby jesus <laughs> yeah you're too young for it now but in about three months you're probably about right you're probably about yeah. the right mental age to listen to this show yeah in three months, when they call you a cunt in the back end of the show, <laughs> then you'll be you'll be loving this gift. <laughs> yeah, I mean, get into it three months in because after about six months, you might be a bit too old for it, to be honest. So yeah, yep. really, just if you can just hit it at that right point, you'll really get into this show for a couple of weeks. Mm, yeah, I, I hung out with uh, I went for a walk with uh, my friend and a two week old baby today, and. Um, at one point, the two-week-old baby had a bit of spit up. It went, and just, like, shit went everywhere. And I thought, man, get some fucking AirPods in this cunt. It's ready yeah. for the little dum-dum club. Yeah. It is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that baby texted me not too f- not too long after that, actually. So, <laughs> Chando, you fucking mongrel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I saw fucking um, someone kill himself today. Oh, the dum-dum curse has struck again. Oh, okay. Uh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, baby. Thanks, little baby. <laughs> uh, uh, Rick. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Um, well. Yep. Thanks, thanks, Joshy. Thanks, Josh Wiseman. Thanks, thanks, Wisey. Uh, not to be not to be mistaken with Josh Wise Guy, who um is no, uh, subscribing. He's a, he's Italian cousin. Yeah, he's subscribing <laughs> for ten grand a week, just laundering his money through us. Yep. Um. Yep. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber, Zach Lucas. Okay. Mm. Okay. Zach. What do you think of Zach? When I was when I was a young boy, there wasn't many Zachs around, and it would have been, if I had known as Zach, I would have been excited. But now it feels like the market's been flooded with Zach. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like I still don't know that many. I think it's a cool name. I'm into it. I don't know any. I just see it a lot. Okay. So yeah, look, I shouldn't be. I, you know what? What, what, do, you, what do you mean? Where do you see it? What I don't do you mean? Know. I just see it written down a lot. I don't know why. Mm. I see it in pop culture. I see it in. Um, you know what? I think there's quite a few Zacks subscribed to this. I'll be. I'll be honest. I'll. 
I'll, okay. I'll, I'll chuck the name into the uh, UTA, into the on-plane title alternator, and I'll see exactly uh, how many I can find. There's one, this two, is how, three, like, four, deep into five. There's five. There's five. We've read out five okay. Zacks over over the years. Which for a pretty, yeah, for a pretty straight, like not a very common name. That's a lot of Zacks. Yeah, let me just look at. Yeah, I don't know what else. What, what's another common name that I look, could look up? And Sam. Look Sam. How, how look many up s- Sam. Sams. All right, let's go. One. God, brutal being a Sam. Two. Three. Us both going common at the same time. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. 11, oh, there's a few, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. All right, there's a few. There's, there's, okay, there's heaps. Yeah. There's fucking heaps. All right, okay. well, no yeah, more well, Sams. This sounds like we've got it. We don't need any more Sams subscribing. Thanks yeah, very much. Yeah, if yeah. you're a Sam, put the fucking wallet away. Yeah. Or subscribe under Zach. Yeah, exactly. If your name's Sammy Johnston, <laughs> your name's Zach Johnston from now on. <laughs> I was about to say before, like, I think this is like deep – just lockdown brain versus like, you know, being just the fog versus like not really seeing, you know, people in comedy at the moment that I was about to go, oh, there's a Zach that does comedy that we both know. And then I had a moment in my head where I had to go, wait, is his name Zach or Jack? And that, <laughs> that was like a 30 seconds in my head where I was like, fuck, what's that guy's name? Oh, yeah, I do know a Zach. You're right. <laughs> my God. God, yeah. yeah. I forgot about yeah. that as well. Okay, his name is yeah, his yeah. name is Zach. Have you said, yeah. Have you, yeah, I haven't <laughs> said that. I was I was imagining this guy is Z A C H. That's all I could see in my head. I wasn't thinking right. Z A C K. So yes, mm. yes. Uh, Are you because they're both Zachary, aren't they? Yeah, that's a that's a weird one. You got an H or a K? Can what you, do you think? Do you do Zachary? You do you? I, I like Zach with a K, but you, can you still do Zachary with a K? I guess you can. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know you could do that. Feels like it. It feels like the K shouldn't be abbreviated. I don't know. It feels like that should just be its own thing. You shouldn't be. Shouldn't have a K in Zachary. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Putting the K in there seems to denote that you're like you're saying that that's that's the full name. It's this not is short, there's this, no extended this, version. This is my phoner as a, as a, if we if we. Move over to Kosamui, run this bar, do a, do our breakfast radio show in on Kosamui FM. That's my level of phoner. Wait, it's, we get wait, we get the radio gig off the back of running a bar. Yeah, yeah, we take over the island. Like we've <laughs> we've we end up having this this chain of bars that are all that all cost us four thousand dollars, and then yep. instead of playing uh, music, we just we just go. You know what? Let's monopolize the whole island. Let's let's take over the local radio station so we can have ads for our own bars because we just become the kings of the island. And so then we do our own um, breakfast show that we just put ads for our own bars at. We play the radio station through the the bars as well. And this is, this is, this is our level of phono instead of like, you know, instead of, Oh, where do you keep your tomato sauce in the cupboard or the fridge? It's like, if, if you called someone Zachary, would you put a K in the middle of it? (laughs) Ring in now, ring in now, everyone. (laughs) 
And we're doing this in a country where, like, no one is called Zach. No. So it's just yeah. People, yeah. people phoning up going, I'm going to need some more clarity on the question because I kind of yeah. don't understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah. All their names are Thim and things like that. So, yeah, we don't really know what that name is. <laughs> Lek. L-E-K. My favourite yep. Thai name. Yep. Lek. Yep. With a K or with a C-H? It's, Give it's, us a call. Yeah. Which one are you using? Lek is with a K. I, yeah, there, there wouldn't be many people bringing in with the, uh, the L-E-C, L-E-C-H. I, do, I very much doubt. Um. But uh, Zach Lucas. Zachary, you can get – were you Googling whether you can have uh, Zachary CK? Uh, you can. You can. Right. You can absolutely. All yeah, right. it's disappointing. No. Right. That's life. That's life though. Yeah. But thanks, Zachary. Thanks, Zachary. Um, sorry to hear that. Who's the coolest – who's the coolest famous Zach? Um – well, who's that fucking guy from? Is it from Garden State? What's his name? Oh, Braff. Yeah, he's the only one I can no, think he's, of. He's right down the bottom. Oh, he's like the he's the worst Zach that exists. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I yeah, I don't have time for Zach Braff. No offense if you're listening, Zach, mm. but I hated Garden State. Oh well, that's I liked Scrubs at the time. Now it annoys the fuck out of me. And uh, I don't know. You seem like a bit of a seem like a bit of a weird dude. Wow, well, we didn't have many Zachs sign up to, to start with, I guess, in comparison, and now there's one less possibility. Hmm. Well, who's a, who's well, a cooler right. Zach? I'm going to blow... Here's two, here's, two big, here's two big heavy hitters doing a lot for the name. Della Roca, Galifianakis. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Two big... Two ca- big players. Two big counterculture Zach <laughs> personalities. <laughs> yeah. Two pussies. <laughs> Very, very funny special, Zach Galifianakis, before he got too huge. Live from the Purple Onion, was it? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Very funny. Yeah, it is. It's. Uh, I don't know if it's on any streaming or anything, but um, if you have the means to track it down and watch it somehow, that's a big recommendation from the two of us because yeah. it's like... It's like a special and then there's – is it? it's a separate thing, right? It's like a film special and then there's like a thing on the DVD that's him on the road kind of fucking around. Yeah, doing, and, and then he's – Doing he like just, a documentary f- yeah. about his bro- – like a fake pretending to be his brother kind it's, of thing. It's not not so much that part of it but just the he, – he, he films a gig that he does where, you know, he's a joke-telling comic but out of all of that you see quite a bit of it and it's a great gig but then he only does about – six or seven jokes. I think there's a lot of very stupid crowd work and stuff that I was like, man, yeah. if, if I did a special like that, that's how I would do it. In like a, not in a stadium, not in a fucking huge theater in this stupid little bar. That's and like big just, of you. Just, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't want to do a stadium, honestly. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't mean it like that. I meant more like, you know, you have be, been, you have been locked up for too long. You've forgotten where <laughs> things were at when you went in. Hmm, what will be my first gig back? I want, <laughs> Which venue will I do? No, I more meant doing crowd work and being silly with it and whatever than than the numbers right, wise. Right. But yes, but yes. No, I look at I look at that very small gig of Zach Galifianakis and, and go, yeah, I'd, I'd I'd hope to get it as big as that <laughs> if I filmed a special. Right. Uh, yeah, check out live at the Purple Onion. I might rewatch it. Actually, I haven't watched it in many, I, many, many years. But, I reckon uh, it is. I reckon I spied it on a streaming service somewhere. I reckon it's on. Somewhere. Oh yeah. Yeah, so have a look. Fuck, he's funny. What a shame. I mean, you know, he's got bigger bigger things going on. But, yeah, what a shame that he just doesn't – he just kind of stopped doing stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, he's, I would like to have seen so him. so fucking good at it. Yeah. Anyway, um, thank you very much to Patreon subscriber. Thanks, Zach Lucas. Thank, thank you, Patreon subscriber. Kelly 
Bub. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. K E double L I. Yep. Space. Ooh, that's thrown me off. Yeah. Go on. B U double B. Wow. Double B. Yeah. What a weird name. Sorry, Kelly, but what a weird name. Um. So this person's ancestors were babies? <laughs> at, at some stage, <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they, I mean, that's what they did professionally. Yeah. So they must have been perpetual babies, in which case they weren't. How did the... How did the lineage ever ever continue on? Speaking about presumption, I mean, God, for someone to name themselves after you, well, we were we were the babies. You know, it's like, well, you weren't fucking Robinson Crusoe there. There's a there's a lot yeah. of that going around th- throughout history with everyone. Really, there's a case to be made that everyone has has probably been there at some stage. Um, Do you get tripped out looking at your? Because this is what I was thinking, seeing this two year old, uh, two week old today. Do you get tripped out looking at your baby? And this is like a this uh, this is like a very basic like stoner thought, but like seeing your three year old run around and being like, "God, this thing has got no fucking idea," and then realizing, "Yeah, that was me at one point." Yeah, like I was, I was that. It's fucking. It's pretty fucking trippy, don't you think? It's it, <laughs> I, not so much that. What I get is like, so she's not three; she's two and a half. I get the sort of thing of like, because you know she's learning a different. This is a this is a pretty spongy state, I think, where she's mm-hmm. she's learning something new every day. Where it's like, you know, I almost feel like I'm on eggshells, going, "Fuck, I better not teach her something too fucked right now," because she might this might form her whole personality. Like if I right, right. like you know if I accidentally shit my pants in front of it, all of a sudden that normalizes shit, shitting my pants in front of my child, and then my yeah. child is just thinking that's normal and can't get rid of it from their head, and it's like no, no, no yeah. I I remember my dad shitting his pants, and that's fine. So I'll yeah. be doing that throughout the, the rest of my life. But the beauty of it is, is that by you doing that, you're you're having an effect whether you want to or not. So by you doing that, what you are actually doing is instilling in her a thing of like a repressed memory where one day she's going to be like, Dad seemed really reluctant to like teach me anything. Or yeah, like, yeah. Do, he was always like so nervous around me yeah. and was like always like didn't, I, I don't know, really didn't, know. I always just thought it was like me in some way. Just didn't speak in case he taught me the wrong thing, which is why I only learned to talk <laughs> when I was seven. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird. It is. I'm very conscious of the butterfly effect. I'm like, yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I, I fuck around with her, and then I'm like, oh, is that the right thing to be doing? I don't know what the right thing to be doing is because it's like well, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in lockdown. I'm trying to get laughs, you know. So I'm trying to yeah, do yeah, stupid yeah, things yeah. with her the whole time, and getting the laughs. So I'm. I'm desperately trying to be, uh, you know, the funny one in the in the family, and and get right. some get some cheap laughs. But I don't know if that's teaching her the wrong thing because I'm just. Well, but that's you know, but the but the butterfly effect is like it's happening whether you you know whether you're trying to make it happen or not. It's unavoidable. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I'm I'm going for cheap laughs. I'm tickling her like nonstop. So I don't know whether it's like she's going to grow mm. up and just have this fucking fetish or what. But she's yep. uh, yeah. I don't I don't really have enough good gear. She doesn't know what a duck sandwich is yet. Uh, so I'm, no. I'm not getting much out of her with the verbal stuff. So it's just straight to straight to tickling at the it's moment. Just slapstick. Yeah. Yeah. You've, yeah. All your years at um. 
your years at Gaulia are really coming <laughs> in handy now. So you're, yeah. doing, you're doing a few like sort of tumbles and all that yeah. kind of shit. The two the two years yeah. I did um, majoring in peekaboo are, are coming up really handy at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but um, all Bob. right. Well, thanks, uh, Bubby. thanks, Bob. Thanks, Bubby. Thanks, Bubby. Thanks, Kelly, Bubby. Kelly, Bubby. No, no. Bubby, go no, no. No, no, Bubby. Good Bubby. Uh, Thank you. Thanks, Bubby. Thank you to Patreon subscriber. Wow. Paul Smith. Oh, fucking hell. Mm. Paul Smith. We've got our work cut out for us on this one. Well, I mean, that is a brand, isn't it? That's a brand of clothing, isn't it? That's what I was. Go- I was wondering if this was another um, Zach or Jack scenario, but yeah, Paul Smith is a brand. Is Paul Smith a little? No, I'm thinking of something else. Yeah, it's Paul a- Smith. It's like a menswear. It's a menswear brand. Yeah, what is it? Is, is it sort of? In- it's Englishy, isn't it? It's like that. Is, is oh, it sort of women's. hipster? Sort of not hipster, but like I don't know. Six. six not hipster. It's like it's all. It's like old man hipster, I guess. Yeah. It's like I keep thinking like you know, Austin like Powersy sort of almost. Mm, no, I uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's like. It's definitely like it's like the dad, it's the dad at the school gates, who in his head he's like, I've still got it. I'm still keeping up with trends. Right. I'm not daggy. I'm not a daggy dad. Right. But it's like once you're wearing Paul Smith, it's like, I think you've crossed a certain threshold. Right. Like you, like no, like twenty five year old is is rocking Paul Smith. I reckon when I I reckon when I was like literally when I was twenty five or maybe a bit younger, I had a. I'm sure I had like mates that were into it, or yeah, there was some sort of association. I, I think with Paul. Right. Smith. Well, I mean, maybe you know. I, I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe it's having said that, those people are now up. 45. So, so maybe that's why <laughs> you've yeah. seen my mates walking around with Paul Smith on still and gone. That's for 45 year olds. That's for dads. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking it up here. Uh. For all of its modern design, most of its clothes are timeless. That's largely because even in his 70s, Smith still designs his brand's clothes. Ah, uh, well, there you so, go. So, there, there you go. go. If you're trying to be like a – if you're trying to be a hip young thing, yep. you're getting around in clothes designed by a 70-year-old yeah, man. a retired granddad has um, designed your little fucking right. shirt, so don't think you're too cool. <laughs> uh, I, I'm now looking up – I'm now looking up um, – I've got into the Millionaire's Facebook group. I'm now looking up who Paul Smith is. Couldn't be further away from wearing Paul Smith clothes. He is a truck driver in Perth and he's got <laughs> he's he's got a fucking monster truck looking thing as his profile picture with a Anzac Lest We Forget sign on the side of it. That is he couldn't be further away wow. from Paul the Paul Smith clothing collection, I reckon. He's probably going to bash us for even knowing that Paul Smith is a fashion brand. Yes, I didn't. I don't fucking want to give money to two poofters. Yeah, <laughs> he he is. Uh, I've gone over the nullarbor to flush Dave Callan's head down the toilet, and as an exchange program, yep. he's driven his fucking dirt bike over here to flush my head down the toilet now. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, maybe he uh, maybe he earns good money truck driving, and he you know, and he buys a few. Fuck, Paul Smith clothing is expensive. Yeah. I'm just looking it up. Damn. He's a $400 t-shirt that looks like shit. Yuck. 
Yeah, sorry, Paul. Mm. Sorry, Big Paul. Well, I, I love that. That must be that must be so funny to be someone that is the absolute opposite of of an item that has your name. Like if there was like yeah so, something that you hate. Like if if all of a sudden there was like you know I, I don't know what what the fuck would there be that that I hate? How, how do I narrow it down? Uh, oh, okay. I, I, no, I'll tell you a great example. A, a big, the main character in a new Star Wars film being called. Oh, Pat. there we go. Yes, that's a great example. That would be, yeah, that would be your like yeah. your Twilight. Say Zone, Jar Jar like, Binks movie. was actually came yeah. out, and his name was Carl Chandler <laughs> instead of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> Not only in Star Wars, but like the worst, like far and away, like yeah. the worst bit of it. Although He's, maybe maybe you would be able to take some kind of. Um, you know, you'd be able to be okay with that because it's like he's ruining the franchise a bit. The diehards of Star Wars fucking hate Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. So that being the character that's named after you, you could be like, well, this is good that the nerds hate me at least. <laughs> yeah, but still, imagine seeing You're having still that. In it. That's You're still in that's it. in the culture. Like everyone else thinks of my name as the worst yeah. thing in Star Wars and just the worst thing ever in yeah. anything. And it's like, what would be worse? Like. What would be worse, that or like if Jabba the Hutt had been called Carl Channel, this big fat piece oh, yeah. of shit pig? <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I still think the Jar Jar Binks would be worse. I still think that that'd be worse because you're in Star Wars, it sucks shit. <laughs> Yeah, and every it's time funny too because they've all got like such big sci-fi names, and then one of them's just like an ordinary dude name. Like one of these aliens oh. just has this like very normal human. Name. Imagine that. Imagine if George Lucas had it grown up, and he's just deliberately he's just created on purpose the most fucked character of all time. And again, yeah, yep. he's not given it some sort of alien name. He's just named it after some cunt that annoyed him in Year Eleven. Just going Someone right. Bullied him. That's him. Yep. That fucking yep. idiot that tripped me over outside of home ec that time. That's him from now on. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That must be so tempting for if you were if you were um uh, uh you know we, when we buy our bar in Thailand in in uh, we take over our Koh Samui bar. That's what we're going to do. Let's let's make one cocktail that just tastes like absolute dog shit, and we'll name it after mm. the, a person we don't like. Yeah, it's got piss from the rooster living in the shed out the back. And it's like, yeah, there's two. There's one named after the big high school bully of me and the one named after the big high school bully of you. Yeah. And there's, oh, you know, we named it after the worst guest we've ever had. Oh. oh. And we can, Ooh. we can, and we can, well, we can say that from now on. We go, hey, just before we do an episode with everyone, we go, are oh, you guys right? You're hitting, you, you got Zoom, you, you, you're right to record from your end. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Also, just before we start, um, just to motivate you, if you suck today, we're going to name a, 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 a cocktail full of rooster piss after you. Okay, and yep. go. Welcome and into the Little Dumb Club. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't even do the intro. We just kick it off by going, so what else is going on? <laughs> just handball it to them and then have them go, oh, oh, um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to talk about. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be fucking awesome. Well, Paul, thanks, Paul. Paul Smith, just as a, as a, as a last little thing, Paul Smith uh, from Perth, truck driver, Right into his uh, whatever the fuck the, I don't even know what the cars he's into are called the stock stock cars or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I I did wonder the other day how many of our listeners would be uh, 
anti-vax, but um, yeah, look, if, if I had to pick anyone that do anti-vax, a Perth truck driver would be wow. would be right up there. But happy to be proved wrong, Paul Smith. Let us know. Mm. Uh, no, yeah. actually, let us know if you're pro-vax. Don't let us know if you're – I don't want to know. I don't want to know, actually. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's still subscribing and we've been talking about it. You know, we've been talking about the vax and saying anti-vaxxers are fucking morons for a little while now. So you would have to presume if he was, you know, if he was – if he took that much – if he was anti-vax and he took umbrage with us saying that, you'd, you know, maybe he wouldn't. But to the Patreon I would I would say this: if you're anti-vax and that sort of stuff, you are surrounded by nearly you know most culture, most entertainment uh, are people that yeah. are that are pro-vax. You you would be absolutely inundated with it. Like you'd be almost you'd have to be if you're right-minded. Yeah, you have to be sort of like I'm just blocking that. I just can't yeah, be angry point. with everyone. You're left with very few options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only. I mean, fucking at this stage, probably Kid Rock is probably pro-vax. I don't know. There's, there's, there's some, some, <laughs> some scarce entertainers out there that, that you know. You've got the cunt from Fat Pizza, and that's about it. That's, uh, I, I think, at the moment. I don't know. There's not too. Oh, many he's anti-vax. Yeah, that's what wow. I heard. What I, I have seen in the states a lot of like people on tour, um, be like. Who I, as far as I can tell, they have had the vax, but then they've done a gig where the venue is requiring that everyone be vaxxed or have gotten a negative test result in the last 24 hours. And they've, some bands will put out stuff and go, hey, this is it. So this is how we can all be safe. But then I saw a comedian in the States recently have to do that, be like, guys, I'm really sorry to have to tell you this. Not my, I would never tell you guys what to do. Wasn't my decision. But if you're coming to the show, you're going to have to be vaxxed. I'm very sorry. I would never want to do this. And it's like, whoa, that is, <laughs> that is, that says a lot about your audience that you feel like you've got to say to them, like, eh, oh. stepping back to the venue, it's not me. Well, is this, is this, this came out today, but we have a friend of the show that's, uh, I, you know, I was wondering, you know, let alone the guests, uh, the, the audience, but the guests. I was wondering if we had any guests that are that are anti-vax, and uh, that's been confirmed today. Friend of the show, um, what's 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 his fucking name now? I can't remember his name. The bloke from Saturday Night Live. He was on one episode once. Um, um, he did the voices. He was on Half Baked. We oh, did Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer, anti-vax. Oh, is he really? Yes. Wow! So co- confirmed. Well, I don't know how many guests we've had all up over the years. I'm I'm assuming maybe like two hundred, maybe I don't know, maybe less than that, yeah, yeah. maybe yeah. one fifty to two hundred. There's one confirmed anti-vax. I wonder if we've got. Wonder if we've got any more out there. Wow! Yeah, cancels cancels shows at venues requiring COVID vaccination. Yeah. Oh my lord, that is yeah. So it's wow! It's it's we've got two confirmed. It's Jim Brewer and Kappa now that are anti-vax confirmed. I wonder if there's any <laughs> anyone else. Sorry, anti-shower. Sorry, but I got I got I got that mixed up. <laughs> Water, the original vaccine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right. Yeah, I want to. Well, I want to know. Paul. I want to know if there's anyone out there uh, else out there that guest wise. But um, but thanks, Paul Jones. No, what's his name? Paul Smith, not Paul Jones. Thanks, Paul Smith. Um, all right, let's just do one more. I've got to get out of here. It's getting late. You've got to edit. Yeah. 
uh, we're recording this the night before it comes out in the morning, so you've you've got a little bit of um, stuff to do. So let's get out of here. Let's just do one more. Uh, all right. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber number five for this week. Last cab off the rank. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay, well, it's sort of... Uh, hmm. I guess this is similar to something. Yeah, all right. Maybe this is uh, linked in a little... There's two in, two in a row, similar ones. Okay, all right. Thank you very much to Patreon subscriber Tommy Hilfiger Comedy. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. Pretty cool brand. Yeah, it's... Um, it's mm. interesting that he's put his 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 middle name Hillfigure in there, but um, yeah, I guess that's the I guess that's so we don't mix him up with all the other people called Tommy Comedy that have subscribed over yes. the years. Yes. Yeah, a lot there's of, a lot. There's a lot. A lot of like you know that's we've got even I'm just searching now. We've got wow, that's even more than the people called Sam. We've got more twen- than Sam. Twenty three people called Tommy Comedy that have subscribed. That's so subscribed, I, yeah, 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 right. So this is like wow. you know when Michael J. Fox called himself Michael J. Fox, it was because there was already already someone called Michael Fox in the system. So right. that's why right. Tommy has done Tommy Hilfiger <laughs> Comedy has done this, obviously. So we don't we don't mix him up. Well, thanks, Tommy Hilfiger Comedy, and thanks, everyone, who supports the Little Dum Dum Club on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash Little Dum Dum Club right now. Get yourself the two bonus episodes every week. Guys, thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. See you, mate. See you, mate.